What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish. the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, new, Coach Stradamus. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with Sea God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion here on YouTube. All right, the champ is here. And we got a great show today. Uh, we're going to touch on this Andrew Wiggins thing. And, of course, it was a rumor for a long time. And it probably still is a rumor. But the reason why I decided to cover it finally it's because the media is covering it. Yes, they are now. New, 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 new world. They order. opened it up for all types of innuendo, allegations, interpretations, and alleges. All right. And so we're going to discuss it because now the girlfriend has come out again and responded and opened it up for interpretation. So we're going to discuss what potentially was out there, what type of rumors are out there. There's no gossip, but we're going to talk about why the girlfriend continues to respond to the public, to the court of public opinion about this particular issue absolutely absolutely and so we cannot confirm or deny if the rumor is true but the girlfriend's trying to come out and save face if you will or at least tell tell her stand take the stand in her defense about this issue okay and so this isn't the first individual to go through such uh type of rumor uh that that is like this steve nash we actually addressed the steve nash rumor that was actually true. Steve Nash went through something as ugly as this, and it probably took his focus away from his career. He did. Yes. So I could focus on my career. And so somebody just mentioned Steve Nash's situation was completely incredible. It probably would trump this particular rumor, but Andrew Wiggins is definitely on um on the hot seat because he has not returned. Cameron from the dipset and Mace, who has a podcast, they're going in as of last night as to why Andrew Wiggins has not returned. And they're probably coming up with a few scenarios in their mind addressing the rumor. And since they addressed the rumor, the girlfriend came out and responded. So now, now it's open for discussion. And I've been sitting on this particular rumor for somewhat about three weeks, three or four weeks. A couple of YouTubers uh, talked about it. And of course, this is what I didn't like about this rumor, right? This is what I didn't like. Obviously, the girlfriend said, no way, this is not true. She said the internet is an ugly place. She didn't say it wasn't true, though. She didn't say it wasn't true. All right. We got to call a spade a spade. She just said the internet is an ugly place. And then, of course, people who didn't have good confirmation of the rumor just was speaking of it as a rumor. And, of course, people said, hey, you know what? You gossiping ninjas are out here gossiping about something that should be a private matter. And then everybody just tucked it away and said we shouldn't discuss it. But we sh why shouldn't we discuss a potential, a potential alleged paternity fraud? Why? Can somebody explain why that's not up for discussion? Oh, it's a private matter. Now, let me just tell you something. Let me just tell you something. If a man was out here paternity frauding women, it would be first, it would be headline news. If a man was put in a situation where he did something in private with his wife or whatnot, Steph Curry was out here having babies out of wedlock. If Steph Curry was having babies out of wedlock and he had to miss a couple of weeks of the season and everybody went quiet and we said, let Steph deal with this privately, everybody would be like, nope. Oh, no, 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 
nope, 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 nope. This is open for discussion. You see what I mean? This is the double standard here. Potentially, the woman looks bad. Potentially, allegedly, there might be a rumor that we're going to discuss later, and everybody wants to tuck it away. Oh, no, no, no. We need to bring this out in public. We need to bring this out in public. But anyway, to let your voice be heard, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, PayPal.me, backslash, backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And I'm going to ask you guys real quick. You can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, appreciate that. Appreciate the contributions to support this show. I'm going to ask you, have you heard of the Steve Nash situation? Like, it is like you got to dig, dig, dig deep into the dark recesses of the Internet to learn about the Steve Nash situation. Okay, now, if if that shit happened to you, you would want everybody to know. Have you ever heard of the Steve? Some of you guys haven't even heard of the Steve Nash rumor. And it ain't even a rumor. It's absolutely true. And it's one of the most blindsiding things you've ever heard. Look it up and I'll talk about it. See, a lot of people haven't even heard of it. I actually I actually shared the story. Yeah, the Steve Nash situation, he's, Steve's lucky to be alive. Uh, everybody's lucky to be alive. If that happened to me, I would have to. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell it to you. Let me tell it to you. Um, and I, I'm going to share it later because I know a lot of people come in. Well, Steve Nash. Uh, he he had a girlfriend. Let's go ahead and pull up the Steve Nash situation. Steve Nash probably watching like, come on, man. Why are you, why are you bringing this up? Well, his wife is impregnated. He believes it's his baby. The wife delivers the baby and she's, you know, a foreign. She's a foreign chick. He's from Canada. The wife delivers the baby. The baby's half black. It's like a scene from the movie Life. It's like the scene from the movie Life. Baby. And then everybody's like, Steve Nash is like looking at the baby. And said, is that a ninja baby in the delivery room? That baby's black. Who the pappy of this chocolatey baby at the hospital? <laughs> she delivered a baby that wasn't his and it was a ninja. And allegedly it was one of the basketball players on his team. And that basketball player got traded. And then Steve Nash eventually left the Phoenix Suns as well. But it was the Phoenix Suns basketball team. He was not the pappy. Somebody else was the pappy. And apparently it was another basketball player teammate, well-known teammate. And have you even heard this situation? That shit is like, that's the craziest news I've ever heard. He's the MVP of the league. Two time, two time, two time MVP of the league. And his wife delivers a baby that ain't his and allegedly is a teammate. Same thing with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's alleged wife, the blonde one, getting throttled allegedly by a teammate. Why don't these stories make the news? (laughs) <laughs> why doesn't they be like damn but you know why because there's a double standard there's a protection there's a protection connection for the protection protection for the connection as paul mooney used to say you got the connection for the protection this is crazy huh this is absolutely insane so when you hear these things men don't hear these rumors and don't think people are this vicious but steve nash is the two-time mvp of the league Wife delivers the baby. He's looking at it coming out of the birth canal, and it looks like CGA. Imagine that shit. It looks like CGA like this. And I'm sitting over there like, (laughs) cold as hell, bro. That's cold as hell. It would be headline news if a ninja did that. It's crazy. It's like, oh, by the way, let me give you a good comparison. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger's maid has his baby. And the maid is pregnant at the same time as his wife. This this happened. (laughs) This happened. 
and the maid was a gordita. She definitely was a gordita. Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, hey, ain't nobody else at the crib. I'm smashing. <laughs> and I'm about to bust inside. So the maid is pregnant at the same time as his wife. They both deliver babies around the same time, like, like weeks and months um, between each other. Headline news. Headline news. They've been they ain't let that shit go yet. They haven't let it go yet. Gordita. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By the way, that's maids, maids back in the day. They was made like if you had a full time live in maid, that was their job. I mean, listen, that was back in the day, though. You can't really pull some shit off like that now. Maybe you can, but family secrets are family secrets. But that's out in the world. Then they're like Arnold Schwarzenegger's banging the maid. Now, Steve Nash story, quiet as a church mouse, pissing on cotton. And then now allegedly they're trying to bury this story. Or they're trying to make it a rumor or an innuendo. But Andrew Wiggins is missing in action. He ain't even been on the basketball court. He ain't dripped no sweat on the basketball court. What's going on? Where he at? And Cameron and Mace is like, where he at? Mm. And then the girlfriend was like, hey, I'm still doing me. And then everybody's like, ah, I can talk about it now. Let's bring it up. <laughs> right? Let's bring it up. Anyway. Oh, man. Let's let's somebody says. Uh, let me get to these earlier contributors to the day show. How about we do that? Then we're going to tell you what the stories are. I'm going to roll those past the screen. The Andrew Wiggins story, which is the main event, will be towards the end of the show. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got great. We're going to talk about the uh, there, there's new news about depression and exercise. Allegedly sponsored by Pfizer that says uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. They're trying to debunk an obvious claim. We're going to talk about a cold approach, cold approach, Karen going ape in a parking lot she loses it because a man approaches her to have a conversation we're going to talk about this okay and uh we're going to give you an update on jonathan major despite me keep putting in the h and an n in his name apparently that's not how you spell it but i don't give a damn and so forth and so on we got some other great topics um uh, super chats shout out to mc hamster says coach it's friday you got no yob i don't have no yob i i need a yob What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Indeed, what's up for the weekend? It's going to be wild. Legal Latino Heat says these NBA players should listen to you, coach. They should, but you know what I mean? NBA players are different breeds. They got peace leave. They've been getting peace leave easily, uh, easy since they were 16 years old, right? Or even younger. So it's different for them. They have a different type of uh, understanding of the apex predator. Plus, you know, there's image and and all of these things, and then and then the corporation says, hey, if you get married, you'll get more endorsement deals, so they pick a Kim Kardashian clone, an exotic, and they marry her, and then all of a sudden, it, it, then it just goes left for them. They don't realize, and then when they lose money, they're like, well, I already make a lot of money. If they get divorced during their playing years, they're like, whatever. Here's $40 million. I'm going to go play basketball for a couple more years. But they're the the real trap of an NBA player and NFL player in particularly is that the divorce that happens after the retirement, that's where you get screwed. All right. Mm. Ask Emmett Smith, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal got divorced kind of during his playing years. But that made that that, that divorce made that ninja go out there and play 50, 11 more years, 50, 11 more years. All right. He played for he paid for 50, 11 more teams to make up for that divorce loss. Yeah, he did. And then he put himself on everything like MC Hammer. He was on he on auto insurance commercials. He on the TV. He all up in the video on the radio. Mm -hmm. This ninja working, trying to make that money back. 
but the divorce after <laughs> the the uh, NBA career or any sports career is over. That's the killer. That's the killer. Shout out to, uh, well, I can't say that on YouTube. They watching me. Watching you. El Chino says, what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to Newski says, what about the, uh, what, what about, wait, what you about? <laughs> I'm sorry, Newski. What are you talking about? Wait. What that mean? <laughs> Newski, can you clear this shit up? Listen, I already have an issue reading on in the internet. Now you got me looking like a goofball. What that mean? Let me see here. What you about Instagram and Facebook are not paying for reels anymore? Thank you, Newski. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Anyway, but Newski, I think you mean what do you think about Instagram and Facebook not paying for reels anymore? Well, you should have caught saw that coming. <laughs> he says what you think about. Yeah, you should have saw that coming. That's why you went solo. Hey, man, look, Instagram, Facebook pulled the rug from a lot of content creators feet. All right. Uh, he said, I'm having a stroke. I, You know what? I'm not even going to burn bread on myself. Uh, but um, anyway. Yeah, man, content creators need to be prepared for shit like this. Obviously, you have an economic situation going on. One of the first things that happened is, you know, these places don't have support sponsorships um you know you 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 have money that is run out it doesn't replenish they're preparing you for this even if you're a youtuber do not be surprised youtubers uh that yo that if your 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 um adsense starts getting a little low or they start putting restrictions on so uh, a lot of people who weren't facebook famous not facebook a lot of people who weren't youtube famous who were instagram and um um facebook famous you 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 getting it now, right? They are saying they're not no gonna no longer gonna pay for reels. And um, I actually qualified for the reels program, but um I didn't use it as a great source. I you know, they I was shadow banned, so I only was able to get a certain amount of views. But typically what would happen is <laughs> typically what would happen is um most of these people who were getting paid through Instagram and Facebook they were putting out so much content. They were putting like four reels, four reels out a day. Some of these other sites are putting out 12 reels. You know, these gossip sites um, like uh, Hollywood Unlocked and World Star and all of these places, they put out 12, 15 reels a day, right? So if that's going to get taken away, um, Instagram's going to change dynamically and you might see your friends again, right? You might see the people who you actually follow again. All of these hoes that's on there, um, doing their shit for their OnlyFans, they are they're not gonna do it anymore because that was a source of income and to get you over there. So all of these hoes that are just standing there shaking their chicken cutlet and their big jiggle booties, they're gonna stop posting now. You might see your friends again. Mm. Yeah, you're like, oh, what happened to the I, I forgot I was following this person. How are they doing? So these comedians and all of these people, man, that be putting out four and five reels a day, that's gonna come to an end. It's going to come to an end because they're pulling the plug on a uh, real sponsorship. So it is what it is. All right. Um, you know, at one point I was considering like putting out four reels a day and um, just didn't have time for it. Cause I'm on the stream. I'm on the stream. So it, it would be like one, sometimes two, but yeah, people are going to have to find a new job for real. It's crazy. All right. Shout out to Stony Montana. Big news always comes on a Friday, China and Brazil. Come to terms to de-dollarize. 
He says, ignore the white noise in the 304s. It's time to get busy. It's time to get busy. Yes, it is. D uh, Delta Fox working my job and found out two co-workers are going to get fired for being lazy at their remote job, which was a well-paid job. They bought not when rent. Not when rents do. Lord have mercy. He says they're fumbling the bag and I give zero F's. He says, give them the game over sound. I'll give them the Mario game over. Oh, I'll give them that too. All right. And he she says, shout out to the coach gang. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Appreciate you for being here. We got Allen Double A. Allen, coach, you need your own basketball team. Name of the team, the free agents for life. Thanks for all you do. Maybe we'll get Andrew Wiggins and Steve Nash over. JC says, covering the tax of your pack of condoms for the weekend. Yo. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. The pickup artist, game plus masculine frame equals getting laid, he says. Hashtag PUA for life. Mm. All right. Shout out to the pickup artist. <laughs> and E says, Blake Griffin playing, playing to play over... Uh, his yeah okay, I'll I'll fix it. But Blake Griffin playing to pay over his prawn star baby mama, and he also has the baby mama of his first two children. So Blake Griffin definitely is one of those guys who actually did a story on him on my sports channel. Um, that uh, he's one of those guys just hanging on. <laughs> yeah, Blake Griffin, shout out to you, man. He's just hanging on. He actually does very well as a backup reserve center and he has a fantastic contract and he keeps taking the league minimum <laughs> and then he just keep, you know, he got to pay off his ex, ex girlfriend who sued him for, for not paternity for, um, palimony. He probably still has young kids, I think. And then that little prawn star chick allegedly had his kid. So this ninja going to be playing for 10 more years mm. on them badass knees. All right. I don't know what he's going to do. He getting ready. He should get ready for TV. All right, Blake Griffin, like, can I get on another? He's trying to get a championship, too, which he keeps getting on whack-ass teams. Like, he ain't going to win. No, Maybe if the Celtics win this year, that'll be it for him. Derek Joyce says, I still would like to wrap Pearly in my warm embrace. Really? To wrap you in. You're like a porcelain princess. My warm embrace. I think Blake Griffin's a comedian, too. Yeah, Blake Griffin is a comedian, too. All right, we got Pro Man says, it's not over for Jonathan Majors. Let's not get comfortable. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I think as time goes on, it might be better. I think it's going to work out for him as time goes on. All right, but but he's got to get out of this, and he, he's got to hope Marvel doesn't panic. J-Flo, it's Friday. Yo, kids look like Jermaine. Uh-oh. It is all Jermaine, folks. It's always Jermaine, folks. <laughs> no government name. BH says, can you do a blue chip mindset about procrastination nation? And that is a sponsorship. All right, Procrastination Nation, indeed. And your boy Scoot says, drop in the bucket, TGIF. It's Friday. Yeah, Procrastination. We'll do a blue chip mindset uh, on that one. That's actually a good topic. A lot of people won't get started, right? Half the battle was getting started. Absolutely. We'll get that to that later. We got uh, Faith is in here. Faith is in here. Hey, coach, saw your minion skit from yesterday. Reminds me of when I was in a drive-thru and saw a round medium uh, round medium height brother walking in front of my car 
with his light-skinned, rounded kids. I said to myself, mom must be Blanco. Lo and behold, she passed in front of my car, and you can hear the come in my head. Thanks for that. Yeah, brothers, we got to be honest, man. We be loving them mastodons. <laughs> no government name says shout out from the BK as always, coach. I really want to know. What are your thoughts on ETs and UFOs? All right, thanks, coach. You're really trying to derail the stream. I have a I have a very, very interesting opinion. Who wants to know my opinion on ETs and UFOs? Who wants to know? It might it's gonna make sense to you when you realize what my favorite movie is. All right, who wants to know? Shout out to Jacob says, got a question for the coach and the coach gang. How do you deal with working with 95% Zoomer feminists and blue pill males at your job? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys dealing with those normies at the job. Jennifer Anderson says her show wouldn't be a show because of these normies today. Who wants to hear my opinion on extraterrestrials? All right. Story time. <laughs> All right. Story time. And this is no conspiracy. I'll get to PayPal after the next break. And this coffee's already running through my system. All right. But here's my opinion. I don't know if they're from another planet. I don't know if extraterrestrials are from another planet. I cannot confirm nor deny. I cannot confirm nor deny. I haven't seen enough evidence. There potentially could be something in Area 51 and so forth and so on. I just don't see the Independence Day thing going on. But I do have a theory. You know what my theory is? My theory is this. That unidentified flying objects... Potentially, potentially, potentially could be people from the future coming back for resources, stealing the resources and taking them back to the future. Oh, that's my that's my yeah, that's my that's my thought. That's that's what I think, because that's what I would do. I always think about that's what I would do. You know what I mean? Like it's time travelers. You know what I mean? And they always seem to not they always seem to know where not to go. You know what I mean? Like, they're not out here. They're not just going to come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, that's what I would do. That's what the fuck I would do. Like, if I, you know what I mean? We developed the technology. Elon Musk and them coming back and shit. Try not to notice each other. The, the Elon Musk from the future. Try not to make contact with the Elon Musk in the present. <laughs> it's, you know why I know, you know why I thought this is because Back to the Future is my favorite movie. All right, so when you know, when you know, when you know, you know, I put those two together. So I'm a Back to the Future enthusiast. Okay, so when I think of things, I thought of it like the Back to the Future. I was like, oh, shit, Biff and the Grace Book Anatomy and shit. And I'm like, oh, the Grace Sports Anatomy Book. Oh, could, could it be somebody time travelers and shit coming back and forth? You see what I mean? That's where I developed my theory. That's where I've developed my theory. Somewhere in the middle of Nevada's desert, they need dirt. They need red dirt. You know what I mean? And they go back to the future and red dirt's worth like a lot of money. And they spend all this money to come back. <laughs> all right. You know what I mean? It could be it. Because I ain't seen no aliens. I ain't seen them. But I do know ninjas will come back from the future. I know that. You know it's going to be one time. You know what's going to happen. It's going to be a ninja that come back. The five ninja that's left on the planet. <laughs> He's going to be the one to mess it up. 
He's going to be the one to mess it up. He's going to drive back and he's going to be boom, chica, boom, chica, whatever. He's going to be bumping his sounds in his UFO and the UFO going to have hydraulics. It's going to be leaning to the side and my flossy ass ride with the OG gangster glide. And he's going to come crash his shit in Baltimore or Memphis. You know what I mean? He's going to crash his shit in Memphis. Doom, chica, doom, chica, doom, boom. And then he gonna, it's going to be the ninja from the future. He's going to come out. <laughs> he finally got it. You know, he finally got his UFO from a thousand years pri prior to time travelers. You know what I mean? Actually, you know, it's going to be a thousand years later. Everybody got all the resources, but his ass late. He like, let me go back. He end up in Memphis. <laughs> he messing up. He got two. Yeah, he going to have candy painted coming back. He going to be the one to get caught and, and foil the whole scene. You know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. He going to get robbed blind. They're just going to be wearing futuristic shit. Rob blind in Memphis. Yo, somebody said that sounds like a funny movie. I guarantee you that movie's coming out now. There's executives in Hollywood listening to my show. This ninja's on to something. Hey, timestamp it. Ninja comes back from the future, last UFO. Timestamp it. CGA did it. <laughs> All right, he's going to come back. His pants ain't going to be sagging. His pants going to be up here to his armpit. That's going to be the style. Mm. Armpit wear pants ninja. All right, this is going to be crazy. Hey, man, give me my money, Hollywood. Don't play with me. Y'all already stole a lot of my content. Don't play with me. Let's get to the first episode here. <laughs> All right, where we at? We got um, we got uh, an odd survey sponsored by the apparently. All right, uh, let's let's show you what happened here. There's a survey that has come out and said, uh, let, let's just set it up first. Let's set it up first. Remember I told you about this. Oh, and by the way, I have to tell you, if you are experiencing an episode, depression, all right, I am not the person to handle this. Call somebody uh, that from the National Prevention of Deletion, self-deletion, I'm not a, I'm not trained for this type of thing, so I'm not going to be able to take crisis calls. All right, so there's the hotline down there at below. Uh, please know I'm not here for crises. I'm here to help people through scenarios, but not crises. So, um uh, please don't contact me. There are some people that can help you. All right, there you go down there. But remember, I shared this with you, and I've been very vocal about this issue with depression. Physical exercise should be the, considered as the first line, frontline treatment for depression, according to scientific review. And this is not the only one in person that says this. Pills should not be your first frontline, and no fat therapist, no fat therapist, no fat loser person who's going to charge you ninety to two hundred dollars an hour should not be your frontline. Um. And uh, getting out, getting some sun, eating right, getting some good sleep, having yourself be busy, accomplishing tasks. That's probably going to help. And it's here right here. Brown, Harvard, Harvard, Harvard University says the same thing. Exercise is an all natural treatment for fighting depression. This is February 2nd, 2021. All right. Shout out to Harvard. You also have. This now you have this now. New, 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 new world. Order. Now you are potentially some pharmaceutical company has come out and did their own study. <laughs> mm. Not at me, Andrew Tate. All right, a lot of people, Jordan Peterson. You know, people that want you to cuff your balls. We've been telling you to get your ass up, get yourself up. Now, percent potentially. The NWO or a pharmaceutical company says now, well, new research suggests physical exercise has little mental benefits. Good Lord. What? 
Are you serious? New, 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 new world order. Now, <laughs> sponsored by Pfizer. What? Are you serious? Let me hear this shit. According to them in this one right here, it says it is more common than not to hear that exercising will provide a range of mental benefits, health benefits. But new research suggests that there was little evidence showing a correlation between improved cognitive health and physical exercise. Mm. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Hey, new, 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 new world. Order. Analyzing, analyzing data from over 100 individual trials. Involving more than 11,000 healthy participants. This has found inconclusive evidence. Inconclusive. It's inconclusive evidence that physical exercise improves cognitive ability, according to findings published by the New, 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 New World Order. It says, after reanalyzing, after reanalyzing 24 meta analysis or randomized control trials, including a total of 109 uh, primary studies and 11. 266 healthy participants we found inconclusive evidence supporting the existence of a potential cognitive benefit derived from the regular practice of physical exercise in healthy populations mm. <laughs> this is the lead researcher Luis Saria and his team found during the analysis oh I'm, I'm who was your who was your who was your um a little analysis sponsored by New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, listen, if you want to go here, they reanalyze it. They reanalyze it. And this even person here, even the comment section can fig figure out what's going on here. The comment section's Liddy on this one. Just so you know, this woman says this message was probably sponsored by Pfizer. New, 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 new world order. Even the women, he says they will say anything to keep us down. All right. Everybody knows this is bullshit. This guy says, I know for a fact I feel better mentally after exercising. He says, depart from me with this study. All right. Somebody says, this sister says, if you want to kill us, just say that. <laughs> this woman says lies because I will be, I will go in feeling down, stressed and depressed and leave feeling like I could do anything. My mood is so much better after a good workout. This brother with the blue check mark says, major cap, the gym and fitness Gym and fitness has been the only thing keeping me sane during many times of my life. All right. This one says they want it. He says they want y'all to stay fat and unhealthy because healthy people are of no benefit to the meta, the medical industry. Absolutely. Which runs everything. And new, 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 new world he said, don't fall. She says, don't fall for it. Stay dangerous. Guys, this is for real. I love all the comments that jumped on this and said, nah, we ain't going for it. They want you to be unhealthy because there's money. And there's money in keeping you guys medicated. There's no money in healthy. I mean, there's it, there is money in healthy, but healthy is hard work, and most people are lazy. So I definitely can co-sign with a lot of the comments. I normally don't, but in that case, a lot of people were on it right away. Everybody knows that the people that you when you're exercising, playing, having fun, throwing a frisbee, you out in the sun, all right. You on the beach, you got the sand or the, the grass between your toes and all that. You're running, jogging, or playing, exerting, you know, exerting. You, you got the endorphins there. You got all that shit kicking in, right? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. So I think that study definitely was designed or, or sponsored by somebody that has nefarious plans for you human beings. All right. Yes, you humans. Anyway, man, crazy, crazy scenario there that uh, I saw that pop up and I was like, wow. But if you do need help and you're down, down bad, and you're feeling like doing something dangerous to you or yourself, 
call the number down below. Do not call me. All right. And I ain't calling you. Unfortunately, I'm not trained for some scenarios like that. If you're really to the brink, all right, maybe I can talk you off the ledge if I'm near and I see you up there and I'm like Superman, Muhammad Ali, I could, I could call you off the ledge. But at the end of the day, go to somebody who potentially might be able to benefit you a lot better. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on here on this stream. And the funny thing is I got to go to a commercial already. Already, this is reprehensible. What type of shit is this? Commercial time. Hit it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminate student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're gonna pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300,000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to it to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Hey, we back. I don't know what happened, man. That coffee. Mm. Anyway, we back in here with another YouTube live stream. All right, let me get to a couple of PayPal's. All right, and give PayPal some love. <laughs> All right, shout out to my man, No Government Name Says, and this is a co-sponsorship appreciation, brother. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, man. He says, what's good, coach? Headed over to the junior college this weekend. And he says, I'm 50-50 about the dark side now, but I figured I'll give it a go. Make sure you're safe. He says, if it's as good as you say, then I'm never coming back. Well, uh, people who can vouch for the dark side, they will tell you, brothers, They, if you do it right, if you do it right, bro. <laughs> he says, I can't find any lingings in my area, though. All right, but did come across some Brazilian, Italians, free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah, uh, Ling Ling's are a hot commodity, just so you know. And they are top scammers. So watch out for the Ling Ling's. Yes, he ain't coming back. My man gonna be good. My man said, I need me a couple of them Ling Ling's, them long string bang Lang Lang's. All right, I feel you, man. I wasn't a connoisseur of this. I wasn't a connoisseur of them, but I had me a couple I almost I almost always passed on them, but I had me a couple and I was like, I see what we're doing here. Definitely. Top scammers, yes. They're top scammers. Cause what well eventually they'll do. Number one, he said, come to Irvine. Number one, what they'll do is they won't be in America. So they'll be somewhere else. What what you would look out for Ling Lings, and this is some inside information, is they'll send you right to the WhatsApp. So watch out. Number two, they're top commodity. So they don't come cheap. They don't come cheap. All right. They don't come cheap. 
All right. So um, if you, you there's a high level of competition, just think about this on dating apps. The most highly sought after Lingling. I'm sorry. The most highly sought after women on dating apps are Lingling. That's the one. I mean, they they cut white men with big bags pick up Linglings. So don't think you're getting them cheap unless they are like dark skinned Linglings, like a a Thai or a Philippine or some like a Cambodian, like you know. But if you get like a Japanese or a <laughs> Chinese or you about to pay. You about to pay. But anyway. Yeah, if they thick, you can get them for cheaper. <laughs> if they like thick, you, you got them plumpers, you might be able to get one. But uh, it's crazy. But I will go more into that on the coachgregadams.locals.com. All right. Shout out to my man. We're going to call you T to the A. He says, uh, why do women give you reassurance? Wait, why do women give you a reassurance before the cut the cord in relationship? My ex told me she loved me the week before she cut the cord and told me she misses and wanted to see me the day before she cut the cord. Oh, that is, <laughs> you guys are crazy in the comment section. Um, what, what tends to happen is it's kind of like when, um, when a general manager puts an insurance on their head coach, that's almost a certainty that their head coach is getting fired. Okay. But what she's doing is to see if she really wants to cut that cord. And she's not cutting the cord. She's handing you the scissors to cut the cord. And she's also checking to see if it's safe to go back to the other bull in the ring. All right. So what she's doing is she's playing both sides. She's got another bull in the ring. She's entertaining somebody else. She's seeing how you feel and then how you react. Oh, I still love you. I miss you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, kissy, kissy. And then um, if you just be at, react like, yeah, whatever, bitch. All right, what happens is she's going to run over there. Mm. It's a shit test. <laughs> it's a shit test. So she's if she if you let's just say you're in a relationship and you're in a relationship for a long period of time, what tends to happen is it gets stale. Right when it gets stale, your girl is going to probably entertain somebody else. Somebody will be in her ear, a co-worker or work husband or something like that. Somebody she met at a bar with her friends. And what will happen is that bull will be in the ring and that guy is going to be putting pressure on your girl. That guy going to be putting pressure on your girl. And um, once that pressure's there, she got to check your temperature. She got to check your temperature. She might say, you need to send me good morning texts. And how come you're not doing this? Or she'll get more lovey-dovey. She'll let you put the banana in the tailpipe when she previously said, ah, no banana in the tailpipe. All of a sudden, you'll be going banana in the tailpipe. You're like, what is going on? She checking your temperature. She might ask you to go out on a little bit date. How come we ain't doing nothing again this weekend? Or she might cuddle up to you and give you a little bit of extra snuggle love. When there wasn't there, it was kind of stale. What she's doing is checking that temperature before, before she bounces on your ass. And then if you just keep it stale or you don't jump to action and you fail the shit test or pass it, she going to the other bull in the ring. Yeah. Anyway, so watch out for them. This is how they do it. Remember, women are passive aggressive. They're less than direct. Even black women, they're less than direct when shit is going downhill, when the ship is sinking. When the ship is sinking, they're not going to be direct. Um, and uh, the reason why is because they always need security. They always need security. So they, they need security in a sense of if they have a decent situation, but perceive better situation. They're not going to kick the decent situation to the curb. They will let you do it. And then they'll get reassurance from the other person before they take that jump. 
This is called monkey branching. All right, monkey branching. You're holding on to one branch while she swings to the other branch. That's the definition here of a red pill talking point. Monkey branching. All right, she's holding on to this branch. She'll reach out for that branch. As soon as she has this branch secured, she can let your ass go. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, last one, and then we'll get back to the show. Uh, Kayla, Kaylin says, what's up, coach? This story is one of the reasons why uh, woman cheating is more paramount. Agreed. And he says, if she's willing to give up the peace lead to any man who didn't pay for it, in any form of the relationship, she cannot respect that man at all. Getting pregnant by another man is embarrassing. Female infidelity has to be treated as a fireable offense. Well, um, I know you're talking, you're not talking about fire squad. All right. But um, I think the guy probably thinking of this, if this rumor is to be true, let's get back to the show. And we have uh, episode number two. What are we doing here? Husband speaks out about after the wife says and runs to the court of public opinion and says that the um, that the husband bailed, uh, faked his death. All right, so I talked about this yesterday. Uh, remember this woman with the crazy eyes? This woman right here with the hungry eyes? Hungrier than the wet werewolf of London? Hungry like the werewolf of London? Well, she went on the TikTok and said, hey, my husband faked his death. You knew the bitch was lying, right? You already knew. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. You knew she was lying. You knew she was making it up. And then she had to go out here. And uh, the reality is she crazy, crazy. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently the husband has come and spoken out. And I don't even, I haven't even heard it. But let's go to TikTok. Let's go to TikTok. And we're going to hear the husband's response. And if you take a look, I mean, let me go ahead and flash their picture up one more time. If you take a look, the husband looks kind of like a Chad. Take a look. He got the shadow. He's kind of built. He's he's built. She looks pretty decent in this photo right here. But he got full head of hair, slick back. He got, you know, he he look at him. He got his biceps. He on swole. Uh, she looks pretty good in that photo. But look at this. I mean, look at what she looking like now. Ladies, man, oh, Lord, she looking all sunken. She looking like she's in the sunken place. And then this woman says, we need all the receipts at this point. We don't we don't know who to believe. Let's take you to the husband, uh, the alleged husband who allegedly faked his death. <laughs> All right, let me see here if I can find the right tab. All right, this is going to be, it's going to be the tab. Let's go ahead to the husband. He's in his car. He says he doesn't have social media or whatnot. I haven't listened to the video. Oh, it's a quite long video, but let me go ahead, play it. Okay, so I didn't want to do this. Um, I don't have any social media. My name is Tim. Tim is a player. You know Tim is a player. This ninja been slaying peace leave on his wife for quite a long time. We know why this ninja skedaddled. There ain't no way he had to get away from that crazy bitch. All right, he was out of there. What? Yeah, she lying. She lying on his name. She lying on his salami. And I'm Anessa's ex-husband. Um... I did not fake my own death. I mean, even to hear that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. But uh, I'm alive and well. Um, thank you. So I'm going to break this down a little bit. I'm not going to go crazy because, again, I don't I don't do this. I I'm 41 years old. Um, I don't feed into drama. Um, so this dude, Chad, this is a Chad. All right. <laughs> Somebody said an ultra Chad. This is an ultra monster Chad. This is Chad on steroids. And this woman was lucky to have her, have him as long as she did. 
But he's like, man, man, I got too many options out here. I ain't got no time to play games. I don't need no social media, no dating apps. This dude slay peace leave, and he's he doesn't care what the woman look like. He just slaying peace leave. What the hell? And and bullshit like this. this is- yeah, forty dude. Why do people shit on forty year olds? <laughs> people be shitting on forty year old dudes. You do not realize forty is the dude forty for a guy. If you look decent, this dude is forty. He Come on, bro. Chads are not 22-year-olds. Chads are not 22-year-olds. Y'all be acting like 40 is old. Man, when y'all get to 40, y'all going to realize this shit is peak place, especially, dude, if you're 40 with hair on your head in shape, you about to kill the game. And you got a little bit of money. You The game is over. Yes, you can be a Chad at 40. <laughs> Come on, bro. For, Chads are not 25-year-old dudes that wear their hat backwards like Limp Biscuit and shit, all right, at the college campus. Absolute dude, this dude is killing. Let's continue. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is crazy to me, but um, I found out from my ex-mother-in-law, and that's his mom, that I was dead. <laughs> and the way this went is, okay, so I asked for a divorce from Anessa because we were in Miami and supposedly her mother was in a coma for months. Okay. Um, about to be a long ass story. And after I continually, or like, oh, you need to go see your mom. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what's going on here? Now I feel stupid because I know that her mother was never in a coma. Never. So when her mother called me, she was checking on to see if I was alive because Anessa told her that I committed suicide. Right. Oh, my Lord. So, I said, I see her mom's number on my phone, and I'm like, what the? Over here. All right. what? Get to it, Chad. I pick up. <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, Timmy, are you okay? I said, am I okay? I said, I'm great. I, I, Over here. I, I honestly, I thought you were dead. I mourned you. I was sad for you because I thought you died. You know what I mean? I said, hey. I, I haven't been in contact with your daughter because she's out of her mind, and I don't want okay. nothing to do with her. So, essentially, what happens is everybody can put it two and two together. The girl is crazy, all right? And she had to go run to the court of public opinion because she lost, prop- I mean, she's she's done. She's done out here on the dating marketplace. And she wanted to actually hold on to this guy. The guy, you can see he's swolled up. All right, he's in great shape. And guys, um, you know, uh, people thinking about 40-year-old guys with dad bods. Dude, some of, the, some of these bodybuilders that you see that be winning even, you know, even when they take the performance enhancers, these dudes are well in their late thirties, right? They're in their mid to late thirties going into their forties. Most of those bodybuilders are most of the bodybuilders you see, they not 22 years old. <laughs> this dude swole. And what tends to happen is you guys got to understand men don't fill out until later in their lives. They don't fill out, right? They don't fill out like dudes that are like 22 in Chad. They're just skinny with muscle. They're skinny with muscle. But then when you hit your mid-30s, you start to fill out as a man, right? You, your shoulders start to get broader, your back, and all of that shit, right? You can't mimic that when you're 20. The dudes that are just got abs when they're 20, all they got is they're just skinny as fuck, and they don't have a much, they don't have that much body fat. All right, but you fill out as a guy when you're in that mid-30 to 40 range. You start looking like a man instead of a boy with muscles. It's a complete difference. This is a complete difference. You might not be lean and rip, but you're going to fill out and look like a man. All right, here we go. Um, 
but she's like a coma. I was never in a coma, Tim. What are you talking about? Like, I I've never been healthier. And I said, well, your daughter told me you were in a coma. And, and that's why, like, I realized that, oh, my gosh. I mean, if my mother had a broken leg, I'd hitchhike across the United States of America to be by her bed. Look, long story short, the bitch lie, right? Hey, listen, and you have to now question, and he has two videos that I'm not about to sit here and listen to. They're both six minutes long. But what it boils down to is what I'm just going to, it says right here. <laughs> All right, what it says right here, the comment section is going on here. All right. I'm just reading him right here. Somebody says, oh, a couple of women said I don't trust him. Uh, but in this situation here, obviously he's alive. He doesn't have social media. The woman made it up. The guy's responding. He's obviously alive. I don't know if he's in Mexico, but I'm sure he ran off with another woman. I'm going to tell you that. All right. Over here. Over here. So she lost credibility to the fact that the guy jumped on social media very relatively soon afterwards. And so there you go. Another story. Another woman, another lie. All right, imagine that. All right, let's take you to Cold Approach Karen. Cold Approach Karen. Uh, we talk about Cold Approach quite a bit. All right, oh, man, we had another great story, but I got to do the story. Hopefully, I remember it. All right, but um, there's a woman. We talk about Cold Approach quite often, and you know my opinion on Cold Approach. In most scenarios, it's dead. Most of the time, it ain't worth it. Most of the time, there's just too much shit that you should be doing in place of that. That actually would lend to a better scenario for you. Um, but that doesn't mean not talking to women in public. If you are in a situation where it's a warm uh, lead or a hot referral, those are a different situation. But just walking up randomly to women, not all women are open to that. And this is going to be a scenario where this woman, Karen, this cold approach, Karen is going to freak the fuck out because a man approached her at Target. All right. And so, first of all, she's dressed like a trad con. She has the cardigan type sweater over a traditional uh, solid color um, uh, dress. So she's not dressed like a thought, uh, but you don't have to be dressed like a thought for a guy to get you sexual attention. Right. A woman could be wearing a, a potato sack and get it. But uh, she's got her hair pulled back in the Karen, uh, not a Karen, a, a traditional wife haircut. And she also is flat backed it. And she also had her child with her. So let's consider let's consider those things and let's hear her go off about being approached by a man. Let's continue. I'm literally shaking right now because I just had a man approach me in a parking lot and it went fine. And I'm going to tell you why it went fine and how to address it, because it was in a book I read. And this is how you're supposed to address it. But it scared me. I'm literally I'm literally shaking. All right. So she's shaking. A guy just came up and talked to her. Now, she does have a wedding ring on. She is married and she's in fear right now, bro. So I said she's leaking. She's been waiting for this type of attention. Here we go. Let's continue. Here we go. So this guy, I am a alone with my son by myself, a woman, and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's excuse me, miss, and I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do. And before he, I mean, he was probably 30 feet from me when he said, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and I literally yelled at him and I said, do not approach me. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's before we get the rest of the story. Damn, <laughs> what? All right, man, I told you cold approach out here is weird, but damn, lady, you going crazy with this. This is going a little bit too far. All right, first of all, the guy just said, Excuse me, miss. There could be a variety of reasons as to why he says, Excuse me, miss. 
He obviously sees you with the sun. Maybe he might be trying to run game on you. I have no idea. Maybe he might be telling you there's a dude in your car that's going to slash you when you get in there or he's under the car. There are going to be a variety of the th things that this guy could do. But here we go right here. <laughs> obviously, he wants my peace leave. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking this. I wonder what the race of this guy was. What's the race of this gentleman? <laughs> Anybody want to know? I, I'm curious as what the race of this gentleman is. I mean, because uh, press one if you think it's a black man. Press two if you think it's a white man. Press three if you think it is a Latino, all right? Because an Asian man don't talk in public. So we're just going to disqualify that. <laughs> it's a Mexican. It got to be a Latino. I, I'm thinking it's Latino or a black man for sure. It's got to be a ninja. It got to be one or three, all right? I'm, I'm thinking it's not a two. It's got to be one or three. You think it's a white guy? I can't wait to hear this. Okay, so she's freaking out. Excuse me, miss. And the girl goes crazy. Look at her face. It's, this woman's five foot one, a buck oh five. Let's continue. And he like immediately started going in the other direction. And I just kept saying it over and over and over. I said, do not approach me. Do not approach me. And he, of course, like got like, what the F did it? Like he started cussing and yelling, like, what, what's your problem? And I, and I looked at him and he started, he actually then crossed a couple cars down from my car and he didn't come anywhere near me. He crossed a couple cars down from my car and was like, what's con continuing to cuss and say, what's your problem? And I say, you do not approach women in a parking lot. I just kept. You do not approach a woman in the parking lot. So here's the thing. Uh, there is, there, there are times to approach a woman and we, we went over it yesterday. I know gang guys disagree. You just don't know what type of psychotropic meds that these women are taking. You don't know what type of shit they're on. You don't know um, what their history of being approached is, right? Because dudes have taken liberties with approaching women. So some women are already on guard. Remember, if they're at work, leave them alone. Uh, because all she's going to do is call the managers. It's just not even worth it. A parking lot, I think that's a bad place to approach a woman, too. So I will agree with her. I think that's an absolutely atrocious place to approach them because they're already on guard. They want to get to their – they're like kittens. They're not just going to roam out. They want to get from the store to their car, right? There's all kind of tricks that do – that uh, uh, the kidnappers and rapists and assaulters do in the parking lot. That's a prime place to catch a woman. So parking lots are not a good place to approach a strange woman. So I'm going to agree with her. But she seems a little out there. Let's continue. And do not approach me. You do not approach women in a parking lot. Like yelling it. No male, no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. Ever. should No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. And if a male does approach you, you need to turn around and use the strongest voice that you can possibly use with them. Don't be polite. They need to literally screw off. No male should be approaching you in a parking lot. Yeah, and many women, uh, somebody just mentioned they be carrying mace and be carrying their car alarm to hit the panic button. Most women are the most on guard in the parking lot. So, um, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you guys got to understand that this is the type of reaction you're going to get. Obviously, then if she's a mother in or she's protecting her child, she's already on guard. You know what I mean? There's too many stories. So uh, guys got to be aware of that. There might be some young men who watch me. I would be. I would be conscious of that. You got to be conscious of that. I'm going to shoot my shot. Um, Not in that mode here. Anytime a woman's extra de defensive, 
even in nightclubs, they're in there trying to slut around, but they're also extra defensive, meaning they got a wall up already. That's going to be one of the worst times to do it. All right. Despite what your, your, your dating coach might say. All right. They're already got super duper walls up. And, but this woman's going overboard. This woman's going overboard, but I can't blame her. You know, they already got their key out. They're ready to stab people. The dude's lucky he didn't get maced. And one more thing here is that the, the way the guy responds might been an indicator that he um, that he might have been up to no good. So, like, if, if, if she goes off, I would be like, damn, I'm like, okay, ma'am, and just walk away, leave her alone, right? Leave the bitch alone. Like, all right, deal with your flat tire by yourself, bitch, right? <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. So deal with because I would be like, excuse me, you're flat. OK, you don't want to hear me. All right. And then I'm going to see your ass on triple eight. I'm going to see your ass trying to jack her car up and I'm going to walk clean blaster. I'm be like, hey, that was your ass. <laughs> All right. And be like, it is what it is. Laugh it off and whatever. But the guy started to curse at her and call. That's what she said, by the way. She start, he started to distance himself, which is good, then curse at her. There's no need to curse at her. So the fact that he might have been cursing back at her is an indicator that the dude might not have even been mentally stable himself. So we got to understand in our world today, there's two people. Um, there's many people that are mentally unstable. They don't know how to have a simple conversation. Uh, they take things overboard, uh, and people are overly protective of their space and their kids and themselves. People are not open to conversations with strangers. You guys got to know this going on. And I often leave these people alone because you don't know how people are going to react. Also, one more thing again, you don't know people's past history, right? You might think that you're just simply approaching them, but a lot of women have been violated by simple approaches. Most of the time they've been violated by somebody they know, but they're more on guard with strangers. Some women might have had a bad situation and you're like, well, that shouldn't stop you. Ninja just cold approach, man. Some of these women are out of their mind, bro. And some of them have had bad situations. So they're already traumatized and they already have a stigma about you. We already know that we're aware of it. They have a stigma. They're traumatized. Just best bet is to find the best way for you to meet women in a better circumstance than doing shit like this. This is why I always advise you. It's not worth the trauma or the pain to go through it and find out, God damn, she crazy. Is it worth it? Game ninjas, well, that ain't gonna happen to everybody. Y'all ninjas try to get ninjas cases out. I'm literally shaking right now because I just had a man approach me in a parking lot and it went fine. And I'm gonna tell you why it went fine and how to address it because it was in a book I read and this is how you're supposed to address it, but it scared me. I'm literally, I'm literally shaking. So this guy guys in here saying, uh, just leave them alone. It shouldn't be that hard. Guys, I agree. It shouldn't be that hard. This should be a very easy discussion. Unfortunately, you got guys out here trying to make money off of incels and, and sending y'all out there saying it's a numbers game. You know what's a numbers game? These crazy psycho women like this. It's a numbers game. 50% of the time, you're going to engage one of these women. 50% of your number of game, you're going to engage one of these. <laughs> right? It's a guarantee. Every 100 women you approach, 50 of them going to be just like that. What's the point? <laughs> what What is the point, guys? Dude, you, what, what you're doing is showing your low value. What you're doing is showing your low value that you can't you can't find any other way to meet women. Leave they ass alone in most circumstances. Let them be, like act like they're deer and you live in Colorado. 
Just let their ass go over there and graze and walk off to the side. Now, if they run in the road, knock their ass out. You know what I mean? Just if the, if the deer comes into you and wants to eat out of your hand, now you got it. But dudes are making this way too complicated, right? And they're they're going to set themselves up for a case. Let's talk about complicated. Speaking of complications, let's go to this woman here. A woman has lost her life at the hands of the popo because of eviction. Indeed. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Eviction. And, of course, it is a black woman. Good Lord, sisters. <laughs> I find it odd, though. You know, every time I talk about certain people, they be like, you always talking about them. You hard on us, coach. You always talk about them. And I be talking about different races of people the entire show. I just talked about that crazy Latina chick with the reported her husband died. I just showed you a blonde a white chick and just demolished her. Talked about she was psycho. But then when I talk about sisters, y'all extra sensitive. See? Always the victim. But this sister... Rent was due. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Apologies. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, here we go. Black, yeah, did a black woman. I don't know if it was a black woman, but a woman did burn down a house with 30 cats last week. This week, Philadelphia woman shot by landlord tenant officer during eviction dispute. Mm. And I remember there's some consecrators that have been disagreeing with uh, these hoes winning. Coach, these hoes ain't these hoes winning. They got section eight, they got welfare. And I'm like, no, they do get just as a matter of time. I don't see the women out in the street. I don't see homeless women. But you're not gonna see homeless women. You have too many home homeless shelters. You also have women that will refuse to vacate their premises. They would rather die or burn the house down before they get evicted. Mm. <laughs> okay. Philadelphia woman got capped. And collapsed 85, 80, I'm sorry, 35 year old Angel Angel Davis was deleted in the head, according to Philadelphia Popo. Is there a video? Look at this. She did not want to leave the house. Here she is, right here. Oh man, this is terrible. Wait, I'm not happy. (laughs) My sound effects, my sound effects is off today. All right, there you go, man. The largest group. Of evicted evictions are black women. I mean, we guys got to put two and two together. Y'all think hoes be winning? They don't be paying their rent. They don't be paying their rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. A Philadelphia, a Philadelphia woman is recovering. Oh, I thought she died. No, she got she got hit in the head though. She's recovering in the hospital after she was shot during a, a confrontation over an eviction notice on Wednesday. The woman was identified as Angel Davis by her husband. Uh oh. Mm. Gabriel Plummer. Wait a minute. (laughs) She was so strong. She didn't take his last name. She was being. How was she served an eviction notice? Aren't the couple served an eviction? This is getting crazy. She was being served an eviction notice by a landlord tenant officer when a confrontation between the two began. Plummer, the husband, said he was asleep when the commotion began. After waking up, he claims he saw the landlord tenant officer shouting and raising his weapon. She did nothing wrong. She didn't do nothing. She didn't do nothing. I know she didn't pay her rent. Davis, 35, was shot in the head and transported to a local hospital in critical condition. Terrible. The officer remained at the scene and gave his weapons to authority. 
Um, here it is right here, the Philadelphia Popo told Fox News Digital that they are actively investigating the shooting. Allegedly, there was a knife involved. Allegedly. That's why he discharged his firearm. This is according to the lieutenant, Jason Hendershot. And it says there is some video in an apartment complex. Oh, I guess they weren't in a house. They were in an apartment. Okay. There was some video in the apartment complex that we're going to be reviewing. There's also some body cam footage of the landlord tenant officer that uh, we have a search warrant for and we're going to review. Um, what else is happening here? I guess they have no other news to report other than her getting shot. Says right here, it breaks my heart. Okay, yeah, sad man. Yeah, man, it's getting it's getting hectic out here. It's getting it's getting it's getting kind of hectic. Got that headshot, but apparently he's saying that uh, there was a knife involved. So Black Lives Matter, we're waiting to hear from them. But um, I don't know if you know the L.A. not the L.A. riots, the Watch riots, the original. I think. No, no, not the watch rides. There was another incident that happened in the 80s that sparked off some shit in Los Angeles, which Donnie, Johnny Cochran represented the woman in this case. But um, I don't know if you know, these little things can escalate pretty bad and create some tensions racially. And many times it surrounds a black woman, right? So in L.A., in the 80s, a black woman had an, an altercation about um, her utilities being turned off. Her utilities were being turned off, and it resulted in her getting shot by the police, right? And so back then, you know, LAPD and whatnot. And so a guy came to turn them utilities off, and she said, nah, you ain't going to do it. Police were called. She gets deleted. Johnny Cochran's on the scene, or at least she gets shot. And it creates racial tensions, little things like that. So you might think that this is inconsequential, but over time, these are going to create tensions, especially if black women are the highest eviction uh, rate people. Yeah, it's... One of these situations is going to spark off a riot somewhere around 2024. This is this is going to spark off a major media campaign and a riot for sure. Mm. All right. It's crazy stuff. All right. So the, you guys got to watch these things. And as uh, things go on, you might see something happening now here. Apparently, there's a woman right here. I want to see. I haven't reviewed it. Somebody told me to take uh, a look at this. There is a young girl that wants to see. Uh, apparently, there's a there's a woman who wants to reunite or reintroduce an absent parent to the daughter. All right, so check it. Take a look at this. This is the modern day generation. This girl looked like she got mad attitude. And I normally don't talk about children on my show, but this would be an interesting case. This woman, the mother, is going to introduce or try to introduce the absent parent to the daughter and apparently the daughter supposed to be not having it. Let's take a look at this. Um, cause it could be interesting and a lot of people can probably learn something from this or they can relate to this case. Let's go ahead and play it. Dad is moving back to Florida soon and here long enough until you graduate high school. Haley, he wants to love you. No, he I wants don't wanna, to be, I don't want to love him. Why? It just feels weird. What like, feels weird about it? I don't know. It feels disgusting. 
Does it feel disgusting when I love you? No, because you like been here, but like I still. That's what I'm saying. You, like, so he's gonna come here to be here more, so that your love for him will be natural. I don't want him to be here. Can we try? Why? They say girls that don't have a dad in their life or a positive male role model every day, those girls are more likely to like have daddy issues or not know how to be loved appropriately. Like I want to push you out there into the world with your best foot forward. Well, okay. So basically, if I like the guy, the guy who likes to you ask. Boom, we're talking. Okay. And if he starts to mistreat me, like, what am I staying for? I'm going to leave. Like, bye. Like, it's not that hard. I'm not dumb. You're not dumb. I'm not saying you're dumb. But I want you to know who you are. I do. My name is Haley Elaine Brown. But do you know how Haley Lane Brown wants to be loved in the future? No. Have a good male relationship. No, I don't want him. Boom. You meet a guy, y'all talking. He's real disrespectful. What you gonna say? We can't continue this. I, you've shown me that you've been real disrespectful and I'm gonna go. And like, that's it? Yes, it's What, it's what if your, your heart really loves him? We're not talking anymore because we're done. I'm being serious. Then I'm Gucci. We can at least give it a try. No. I'll pass. I'm gonna skip that one. Haley, I got your back from right here. Haley, Haley, your dad is. Man, I, you know, this is sad. Mm. This, this is sad, man. Wow, wow. <laughs> Jesus, number one, the mother already knew what the daughter was gonna say, and you have to ask, why did the mother record this? Okay, why did the this is the devouring mother in action? Why did the mother record it, edit this shit, and put it on the internet? All right, now I'm gonna share it because this applies to a lot of the things that we talk about. But the mother already probably knew the response of this young lady, and she wanted to kind of play the dad. Your daughter don't want to see you. Your daughter doesn't want nothing to do with you. Um, and I have the evidence and proof. And there's a lot of jump cuts in this video. So this video probably extended way longer. I don't know if the original person edited it or somebody else edited it, but it appears on someone's Instagram page. Why in the world this is being recorded other than for um, manipulation purposes? We know this. Number two, the woman, this young lady seems to be between the ages of 10 and 12 preteen, which is already too late to be talking about reintroducing an absent parent. I don't know the scenario, but couldn't you reintroduce, reintroduce the child before the child gets to this age? By the time it get, a child gets to this age and they've never been exposed to the parent, that could be very traumatic to the child, right? They're like, ah, man, why? And they don't understand because they're children. They don't understand the adult consequences. So the father and the mother probably uh, got to a situation where, I don't know, there could be a, bit, a lot of scenarios. The dad wants to be responsible now. The dad has now found, tracked down the mother. The mother now wants the dad to be more involved financially. And then the dad says, let me see my daughter. Uh, there could be a bunch of scenarios going on here. Or the mother can be like, I feel guilty. So I want to reintroduce the father. There could be a bunch of shit. I think they said the father's going to be moving back to the state that they're in. And he wants to be involved with the daughter. The mother could say, mother's probably like, okay, my feelings... My, I don't have hurt feelings over anymore, so I'll leave it up to the daughter. I'll leave it up to her if she wants to be reintroduced. And now she has evidence that the child is saying, I don't want to be reintroduced. So this could be used against the father. See, I tried. I was open to it. I pushed it to her, and she doesn't want it. So there could be a lot of here other than the mother trying to, um, the mother trying to suggest to the kid 
and be the good guy. I think she's using this to manipulate. If you know women, everything's about manipulation. There are no accidents. I think she's using it to manipulate the child. And that's pretty evident. Not only the child, but the father in this situation. Fathers and daughters relationships are very important. If a father, if a parent interferes with that, as the mother was saying, there's long-term consequences for the young lady. There's also long-term consequences for the family. All right. So we know 100% women are not doing good in this society right now. Um, they're not doing good financially. Many of them aren't accomplishing their goals. Many of them are in bad economic times. Most of them at an early age pick the wrong guy in their wrong series of guys. If they end up in a domestic situation, oftentimes they'll say, well, it's because the father wasn't there. If they end up on a stripper pole, it's because the father wasn't there. Okay. So we always go back and blame the father wasn't there. So why do we accept parents, particularly mothers, interfering with father-daughter connections. It is a very, to me, it is a very mind-boggling idea that we would allow a mother particularly to interfere with a father-daughter connection. Okay, as black parents, why are we interfering in father-son connections when we realize that these sons need men in their lives? Why do we allow women to do this? We allow women to do this because we presume them to be the better parent and I've been showing you with data that they're not. They're actually more dangerous to their child when left alone with the child. If they're with somebody else, a partner, doesn't matter who the partner is, they're more stable with the child. They're more dangerous to them when the mother's left alone with the child. Okay, there's too much data to prove this. There's exceptions to the rule. Now, this is another case of manipulation where the daughter's already ruined and you would have to say, well, good luck to the child. If you're a dad of this daughter, I would wash my hands, leave it, let go, and forget about her. Forget about her. At this age, you can forget about your kid. All right? If your kid doesn't want to co cooperate, lead a, lead a kid. Just wash your hands and keep it moving. All right? At some particular point, when the kid is down and out, they'll come back reaching. They'll come back. Kid's going to be 25, 28, 30, 32, and then they're going to realize, oh, shit. And the sad part is, you know, um, you know, these kids, these ages, all the way up to 15, they don't know what they're doing yet. They don't understand the long-term consequences. But when they change and become adult and have bad relationships or group relationships, they have things that they can uh, want to accomplish in life. They want to have their children in marriage or they hit hard times. The mother has no influence over them as a adult. So then the kid starts reaching out. Hey, um, hey, dad, what's what's going on? Well, the unfair thing is that the dad was robbed of time with the child. The dad was robbed of the influence over the child. The dad was robbed over his ability to protect the child. Many times the dad might have already been pushed out or he volunteered to leave and then he's trying to come back. So even that happens. But many times, just, just understand, there are some men that leave. And if you have men that just left you, well, that says more about you then more about the dad. But let's get back to it. There's many dads that are begging to be in their kid's life, and the mom interferes only to the point when that kid is a child. Once the kid becomes an adult, the mom has that, that not that much influence, and the child's able to reach back to the father. By then, the years where he could have had an impact, the years where he missed, 
are gone. He can't get them back. And many dads say, just stay over there. Okay. Just stay over there. I want nothing to do with you because I've already missed the best, best years. Now you want to come back when it's too late, when you need me. And that's a sad reality for many, many kids. And But unfortunately, this kid should not be old enough to decide whether he wants, she wants to see the dad. They should go ahead and reintroduce the dad into the scenario, assuming that the dad is safe enough to be around the kid. Assuming that. All right. And, and apparently the mom believes that the dad's safe enough. So what is the problem? She shouldn't be deciding that. The adults should be deciding that because there's long-term consequences. At this point, men, if the kid is this age, I would say just wash your hands. All right, wash your hands. It's not going to be worth it to fight it. Okay, because there's the fight, the, the battle's too uphill. You will get blamed later on, so be prepared for that. Even your daughter, who's not going to understand once they're 25 and 30, why did you not fight hard? Why did you not do this? Why did you not do that? And they're going to like, if you would have did this. Well, guys, I got shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, I got shit to do. I ain't got time to be dealing with some people monkeying around. I got shit to do over here. You can catch up. And if you catch up and I say, hey, ain't no catching up. It is what it is. Wow. Isn't that crazy? This is crazy. Um, anyway, man, sad scenario. And watch this. The black community is done. The community is dead. There's no way y'all coming back from this, right? These type of scenarios are way too common. If you're somebody that says the black community needs to get together and you're seeing this as a common thread, even if it's the father or the mother's fault, you're seeing these scenarios, there's no way you're coming back as a com communist community to rise up from the ashes. It's done. This is far too common. All right. Even in out other communities, it's far too common. You can't you can't win in life when this is how we uh, push kids out into the world. Sad scenario there. All right. Um, let me do one more story. This is just an update. Is uh your boy, um, your boy Jonathan, Jonathan Majors here. Jonathan Majors. We'll do the quick one and then catch up on the contributions. Um, apparently it says right here, Jonathan Majors arrest Marvel Studios reportedly discussing options with the agents, uh, actor's agent. And of course, they put a very sad looking uh, picture of your boy, Jonathan. Uh, right now, he's still a part of the plans, but uh, we give it a couple of weeks. We're probably going to get an update in a couple of weeks as the direction Marvel's going to go. They're going to have to decide and come up with some options. If you're a fan of this series, we're not going to talk about his situation anymore. If you're a fan of this series, what do you think the options would be for this individual? All right. Um, let's just assume that they move in another direction and you've been following the series. What do you think they should do if, in fact, it doesn't appear he's going to fare well in this situation? This is Marvel Studios is reportedly deliberating its options for Kang actor Jonathan Majors as the actor remains in hot water following his arrest over assault. And he was we already know the deal here. And it says right here, the actor has since gone on uh, to great lengths to prove his innocent with the lawyer going as far as to call him a prob probable, probable victim and claiming that there are numerous pieces of evidence to support this. Well, not really. All right. The charges are already showing an impact on Major's rising career with the U.S. Army having the uh, having promptly pulled the ad campaign feature in the star. 
So we are already seeing people react to this, and he's losing a little bit of the battle right now. And it says right here, days after the arrest and um, many developments later, Marvel Studio continues to remain silent on the situation surrounding the Kang actor. And it says, well, speaking to the Hot Mike podcast insider, Jeff Snyder, Schneider revealed the studio, quote, hasn't made any decisions on the Marvel Star's future in the franchise, but has been in contact with his agent to discuss potential options going forward. All right, so there you go right there. It could be a situation where they pause his character, go with a different storyline temporarily. According to him, I've heard that Marvel hasn't made any decisions regarding Jonathan Majors, but they spoke with or um, spoken to his agent or spoken to him to discuss potential options going forward. All right, they're going to delete him? Oh, man. Time travel, bring back Thanos. We're seeing a lot of things like that. Dr. Doom. If they have to delete him, that'll be sad. Um, if you don't know the scenario, this is the head. They said uh, Majors already filmed his next MCU appearance several, uh, some time ago with the actor set to return as the Kang variant, Victor Timely, in Loki season number two. All right. Although there have been rumors that Disney Plus series will feature more Kangs, more Kangs. The actor has all, uh, we already know that. All right. It says right here, the biggest dilemma yet. We know that they're, they're kind of reiterating the story here, but Marvel Studios in, is undoubtedly in one of its toughest positions yet here, having built their whole saga and the next three years of storytelling around Majors, Kane character. This situation only gets tougher when looking at the reviews for Ant-Man and the Wasp and seeing how almost, um, almost all the limited praises were for his acting so you got a lot going on here it's not that easy it's not that easy what are we doing here there's more canes there's going to be a trans cane this is a big deal this is a big deal this isn't just they going for the black man because look if you were going if you took the position of they trying to go after him and tear him down like why would they tear him down they're going to make millions off of this guy <laughs> Right. If Marvel's sitting there, Marvel's Hollywood, Marvel's the NWO, if you will. New, 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 new world. Disney's order. the NWO. Like, why would they tear him down? He's already recorded some shit. He they're playing this whole story. Three years of worth of content, uh, Netflix series with um Loki. Like he's the central character. Why would they tear him down? It wouldn't make any sense. That doesn't that that throws that away. They're gonna make mad buku money on on, on him alone. And if they now have to remove them out, they're going to lose Buku money because now they got to refilm shit, create another story. So it doesn't make sense that they would just tear them down. All right. Now, other forces could tear them down, but Hollywood tearing them down doesn't make sense because he's just too pivotal to the story. This is why his name is so important, because we're talking about three years down the line, potentially two hundred million dollars, um, two hundred million dollars of income for just him being lost. And uh, I think the woman in this situation is jealous. All right, let me get to the comment section here. The super chats. I think, I think she's a jealous woman. What do you think? There are some jealous women that will ruin your shit. <laughs> All right, we already showed you that. That one woman that had the violinist or the clarinetist. He was a clarinet player. 
and he's about to go off to another university and leave her ass in Canada. She is a Ling Ling. And um, instead of allowing him to um, fly, spread his wings, she torpedoed it by hacking into his email and getting the emails that basically saying he wasn't accepted to a program. I think that's what happened to that woman. She looked and saw, oh, man, I'm losing the guy. So let me torpedo him. Where are we at? Derek, I got you, brother. Rick the Slick, I showed your content to my female friends. <laughs> You're already off to a bad start. And he says, and they told me not to listen. Of course. She said it's toxic. Wow, really? <laughs> he says, why would she tell me that? And should I keep watching? Rick the Slick, I, I think this is a new guy. Rick too slick. This is a new guy. <laughs> This is definitely a new guy. Oh, boy. I mean, where do I start? Why in the hell would you show this to women? Like, they're going to be like, uh, again, I just went over this yesterday in an epic rant. I'm not here to change women. All right. Obviously, if I'm arming you with details on how to better navigate women, why would they say, oh, yeah, this is a good guy to watch? They are only downloaded their, they got their software downloaded. I bet you, you said he's toxically masculine. I bet you, you say he's bitter. I can already hear all of the commentary. <laughs> this guy got to be one of the guys. If you're new, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But the number one rule of fight club, <laughs> somebody says you should definitely stop watching. That's some great advice. You should definitely stop watching. At this particular point, what kind of guy says, look at this. This is some shit that this guy telling me. Let me show the women. What type of guy does that? <laughs> oh, my Lord. What is the number one rule of fight club? What <laughs> Rick too slow? Yeah, we, we, I can't save you, Rick. I can't save you. All right. What is the number one rule of fight club, bro? We don't talk about Flight Club. You don't go out into the world and say, hey, ladies, look at this. This is crazy, man. That is the craziest super chat I've seen in a long time. All right. JC says Michael B. Jordan got his notifications on silent. Yes, indeed. All right. Ask yourself what you do. You really know says keep on keeping on. Thank you, brother. Midwest Finance says black to the future. The fifth ninja starring Jonathan Majors coming to soon to a theater yeah he does have jonathan majors if you do hit a hard place in hollywood i do have a great script for you this guy's been in the comment section all week rick too slick i could tell he ain't ready you ain't ready for this life all right you ain't ready for this life all right don't just come in here with your bullshit i can't tell if you're a troll or what all right but you ain't ready for this life go on and go back and your mama got a nipple for you to suck on for sure your mama can nick your mama's nipples ready for you. You need to go eat. You need to go beef up. <laughs> He's 19. Oh, yeah. You ain't ready for this life. There's a dating coach that probably can make a, a bag off of you, though. A dating coach. There's a date. Hey, dating coaches. I know you're watching me. Don't act like you don't. Hey, there's a dating coach that can make a fat bag off of him. All right. There's somebody that can sell you a, a course. 
uh, a game manual, uh, uh, some texting uh, responses to the women. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a pickup artist just his mouth is drooling. Coach, you leaving money on the table. <laughs> All right, shout out to Jay Frey. It's a my birthday, free agent Friday. And he also says, I got money. He says, thanks for your work, CGA. Appreciate you, man. El Chino says, I can't just run game on them, coach. No, you can. Hey, man, you can do what you want out here. Odds are nothing's going to happen. But if one thing happens, you can F up your whole life. El Chino, shout out to you. Jewel C says, coach, stop the cap. 35-year-old, wait, 35-year-old for men is prime. That's what I said. <laughs> but did I say anything opposite of that? What are you talking about? I'm confused. What, what, what happened there? I'm going to start leaving Q-tips over here. Where's my Q-tips? <laughs> All right. Legal, he says, uh, legal Latino heat two years ago. He says, I was a crime Francisco turning 38 years old on WrestleMania Sunday and with the free agent lifestyle working on becoming a six-figure Rico Suave by 40. Thank you for your book, coach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man, and have fun at WrestleMania. Jules C says it's WrestleMania weekend, baby. All right, dude, there's so much going on this weekend. You got the NCAA tournament, WrestleMania, the women's tournament, <laughs> NBA playoffs. All right, somebody said you said 40 is prime. I don't know if you rewind the film. I said right around mid-30s, but you're trying to shut it off at 40. Guys, you're prime. I'm going to just, Jules C, do you have my book? Go back and look at the book, The Evolution. <laughs> Come on, man. Go read the book, The Evolution. There's a chapter where I call it the Super Bowl for men. What you're trying to do is go shut off and say 35 is prime. There's an age group where it's prime. And that age is 35 to 50, up to 55. And for some, even higher than that. Okay. It's not just 35 and it can't be 40. There's a get 35 to 55 is the male prime. Now, let me just say this. It is not the sexual prime of men. What we have to understand is what's a sexual prime and the prime earning years. Okay. Those are two different things for women, sexual prime, sexual attractiveness, sexual marketplace, and prime are two different things. A woman's sexual prime tends to be later in life when all of the things that she worries about in her 20s is gone but her sexual marketplace prime is in her 20s not even close for men you might have more stamina leaner body fat when you're 20 and 25 but that is not your prime for most men your prime is later in life in terms of income knowledge understanding wisdom sometimes sexual performance your prime is between 35 and 55 and that's exactly what I just said. So I'm not sure where the disagreement is. So if the prime, if I didn't say the prime is 40, that's within the prime range. And I said that in my book, The Evolution. This is the Super Bowl for men. So if, in fact, I did say it's 40, that's within the prime age. But yes, you enter into it 35, 36. Sometimes some men enter it into it earlier. But yes, I, I did not. I did not make a mistake. 
Okay. It's crazy. All right. I did not make a mistake. That is in the prime. That's within the prime earning years for men. Statistics bear this out. Sure, you see them Instagram little boys with their cars, and uh, these guys made it, and they hit their stride. That is atypical. That is the exception to the rule. Just like there's an attractive woman in her 50s. It's atypical. So if she comes out and says, no, that's not true, I'm still hot, and I still get attention. It's atypical. It's not the norm. It is the exception to the rule. It can happen. Odds are it won't. It's like single mothers. Single mothers. I had a kid and I my I was a single mother. I raised a kid and the kid went to yell. That is atypical. That is the exception to the rule. That is not the norm. It is not the standard. It is actually the exception. So that doesn't debunk single mother stats. The stats say most of y'all single mothers raise criminals, and that's a fact. But the prime age for men's years, 35 to 55, and sometimes many men atypically can push it even further. However, let's take care of our health. Let's take care of our health so that we can get there. The pickup artist says they stay hating on us game, guys. It works 2023. We have a troll account. Derek Choice, speaking about your theory of people coming back from the future, I think it's men looking for corditas because in the future, real women will be hard to find. Most babies are grown in a lab. Damn, that's actually, there you go right there. There you go right there. Rick Too Slick, our sister's been through a lot. It's not her fault. It's definitely a troll account. We got two troll accounts, but I appreciate you guys contributing to today's show. I mean, I like a trolls that donate are the best trolls. <laughs> I bet you you came in. The first content creator you saw was Kevin Samuels. I bet you that's the first content creator you saw talking like that. Our sister's been through a lot. The fuck? No, they 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 took themselves through a lot. I don't believe they've been through a lot. They made their own bed. <laughs> right. So listen. But your hey, bump up your donations if you want to talk like this. All right, they made their own bed. I feel sorry for none of them. Not even a family member. <laughs> right? I'm like, hey, because I heard all that shit y'all was talking before you went through a lot. You ain't gonna tell me. Uh, uh. I heard all that shit y'all went through, and then I heard the shit that you said prior to uh, all the shit you went through. Uh, you know, I've been stressing. No, I ain't blocking him. He donating so. But I hope you donate more, please. <laughs> Henry Resilient, I was told to stop watching also, but I said, nope. All right, JC says, number one rule of Fight Club is don't bring Rick too slick. Mm. Chief Drum Hacks, hey, coach, just wanted to drop a dime. He says, I've been here since the first money mindset. And he says, when you were talking about wealth legacy and a ninja in the chat said there's no such thing and you reply get the f out of here yeah there's no such thing right mc hamster says uncle earl is in his prime yep that guy right there he's got the money he doesn't he's not he's not sweating women anymore he's like whatever all right the, and what what you see of most puas you know dating coaches they're always subprime almost always almost always 
their origination to the sphere is under 35, under 35. They start talking that shit right now. Later on, you'll still see them uh, keep talking about it. All right. But they got bills to pay and rents due. Your rents due, motherfucker. But most dating coaches are always some dude. He's sub 35 and he talking that shit. Then he wakes up. <laughs> All right. MC Hamster, shout out to you. The J-Lex podcast says majors got to drop his blonde Becky ASAP. And let's hope he does. All right, Jewel C, shout out to you. Appreciate you. Let's check over on Cash App, Memo, PayPal. Then we'll get back. I think it's main event time, talking about Andrew Wiggins. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, we missed some people. Shout out to John Jones G. Surrounded by normies at my job. Reprehensible. All right, man. And uh, we got Eric says, for the junior college fund, because a young woman is a terrible thing to waste, as we see in our society. Shan says, as mayor, I will send black women out to evict women. All right. There you go. So you want women to evict women. Uh, but what if they start fighting a woman? Shan, what if they start fighting a woman? That's interesting. They don't have the physicality, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. Juan says, I'm literally shaking. Let me make a TikTok. <laughs> yes. Trauma. Shout out to Roderick. He came in with the boom, the coach sponsorship. He says manipulation that happens. Uh, wash your hands. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm gonna suggest to you something that people will not tell you. They will tell you to fight. You well, you need to fight harder, and you need to keep pushing through, and you need to do all you can to save, and you need to do that. Guys, you realize you're being manipulated. I do not appreciate manipulation. I don't appreciate it. Even when the, they say with women, you got to fight harder to keep me. And you're like, why don't you just get in line, bitch? Like, what the hell? I You see, I'm at work. <laughs> I got shit to do. I can't be dropping everything I'm doing. I'm I'm moving forward. I'm not about to sit up here and figure your shit out. Shit testing you. All right, she's shit testing you, and she's doing all this, and she got stupid shit going on in the background. Her friends are gassing her head up. Her mom's, her mother's telling her this, and then every she's trying, man, I don't have time. Ma'am, I don't have time for this. Because you know what it is. It's a lose-lose. I keep telling you guys. It's a lose-lose. You do not win. You lose when you fight hard. Because <laughs> the person ain't trying. The person, it's a stubborn mule. You're trying to drag this stubborn mule across the damn finish line. And what did you get? A stubborn mule. Man, please. <laughs> At the end of the day, go get you a stallion, a horse, not a stallion. Go get you a horse and kick that mule to the curb. They don't want to work no more. They want to stand still and dig their heels into the ground. Man, kick that mule over and go get something else, man. It is a lose-lose situation when you do stuff like that, and, and human beings try to make you do that. They know they're screwing you over. They know they're they're wasting your time, but they but, but they're creating a scenario and then telling you to fight through it. Nah, go get your shit figured out. Go figure out your mm. shit. <laughs> Stop falling for that, guys. Stop. Falling. That is the oldest trick in the book. What you'll do, what you'll do is once you kick they once they do that and you kick their ass to the curb, they got two choices. Stay on the curb or get right. If they get right, then you say, good, all right? 
I got more options than you. And they got right. If they stay on the curb, you didn't lose. You just dropped the dead weight. Keep the shit moving. I don't get it, guys. But listen, you guys got you guys got to understand. If a person ever says you should have fought harder, harder <laughs> that's the simple case of they were manipulating you to see how you were react. Thus, you didn't give them the reaction they wanted. And then they went off and did what? Nothing. They did what with their life after that? Zero. Keep it moving. Guys, keep keep it moving. All right, stop staying stagnant for people that are making you do this shit for their own general purposes. I don't care who the person is. I don't care who the person, it could be the president of the United States with that shit. If they make you do that, man, just keep it walking. Okay, mother, I'm, I'm out. Manipulation. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. Yeah, but y'all got to cuff y'all ball. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says rent's due out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He says, coach, this is all I can afford, but tuned in. Appreciate you, bro. King of Spade, he says, Rick too slick. Just tell these 304 <laughs> that it's barbecue in there. Indeed. It's barbecue in there. What's the one thing that you always tell a person when they say you should fight harder? They say something like that. Guys, this is quiz time. Pop quiz. <laughs> All right, pop quiz. What's going over on Venmo? Venmo. Pop quiz. This doesn't even seem right. Like the right Venmo. He said, drop that neck. I'm, Venmo has some weird questions going on here. Um. The first thing you tell them, and you got to back this up, you're going to need me before I need you. And sit back and wait. Just sit back and wait. 9.9 9.9 times out of 10, they'll be the one calling you, suing you, asking for some shit, asking for a favor. It's going to work like a charm. Okay. Well, I see. Well, I bet you you'll need me before I need you. <laughs> and just walk away. Kick it. They're going to be like, ah, F you anyway. Man, time, let the time, just watch your watch. I bet you they call you first. <laughs> I bet you they text you first. I bet you they try to take you to court first. I bet you they, they're going to need you. So anyway, he says there's nothing in their heads. These people are goofy, man. But you guys don't have patience because you guys want it too easy. Yeah, it's the Thanos. It's the Thanos. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah. They going and if they don't need you, what did you what did you lose? All right, man, dude, I got to catch up. Somebody says Will says please tell the uh tell brothers to never repeat call or text them. He says they will clip that add your confessions of love and then lie lies of victimhood and use it all for family court harassment and an ex parte 
um, order of protection. Yep. You text a woman once. If, the, if she don't respond, move the hell on. And um, in this situation, if there's a domestic violence, don't text them. Don't email them. Don't explain yourself. Stop messaging them. All they're going to do is screenshot your shit. Your girlfriend has to screenshots of conversations. Every Almost every one of your conversations, your girlfriend has saved, backed up, or screenshotted. Now, Rick Too Slick, take that back to your girls and ask them that. Then you're going to find out. Has any girls ever told you that? No, they're not going to tell you that. Your girls have all of your conversations downloaded. And anytime there was a dust up, she got screenshots of them shits. Anytime there was something confusing, she got a screenshot. Anytime you made a confession, it screenshotted. Are girls going to tell you that, Rick Too Slick? No, they're not. CGA is going to tell you that. So this is why I'm also telling you, stop texting them. You only text them to confirm something. Are you on your way? Did you bring the food? What time you meeting? I'll be there. That's what you text. Anything other than that, if it needs a conversation, if it needs a conversation, have the conversation in person. Many times they might voice record that. But the, big, the biggest slick move that women will do, and this is, again, according, this is how they survive. They have to do this. This is how they protect themselves. This is manipulation only from your perspective. But this is what they do. What they'll do is say, hey, remember we were talking about X, Y, and Z? What did you mean by that? The dumbest man in the world will respond to that comment. You a stupid ninja if you respond to that on text message. Hey, remember when you were telling me? Remember you asked me about, and then when you said, what did you mean? Can you tell me what you meant about that? You were goofy if you respond to that shit. Because she just like, yep, just reel that shit in, screenshot. Don't respond to nothing. I'll tell you when I see you. <laughs> Why can't you just tell me now? I'll tell you when I see you. Man, please. It's too simple, man, but I've been seeing things. <laughs> I've seen too much shit. And then you'll be surprised when that shit pops up as evidence somewhere or they pull out a screenshot and say, hey, remember you when you said? And then you're like, you screenshotted that? Yes, she did. This is why you want to go listen to women. Go listen to women if you want. All right, but I'm telling you the real. All right, shout out to Kevin Samuels. Kevin Sullivan. He says, get them tags, coach. Paperwork. Make the paperwork. Indeed. Shout out to you, free agent for life. Uh, no government name says, double up, uh, doubling up on someone's questions earlier. What's your advice to dealing with normies, NPCs, blue pillars, and liberals at work? Don't discuss anything important or relevant in society. Keep it on the work and the task at hand. Most of these snowflakes are sensitive as hell. And if they make a sniggling remark like anti-Trump or pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-Ukraine, some normie talking point, just smile. Uh-huh. It ain't worth it to stand your ground. That's what happens when you're at a corporate setting. You don't have any balls. All right. So you got to survive. And that's you got to play the game. Act dumb. What? I ain't even following. What What are you referring to? Actually, you know what? I got to go take a piss. What March? I don't even know. I don't pay attention to the news. I don't watch television. Trump's getting arrested? Really? I, I wasn't even aware of it. You know what? I got a rock stuck in my shoe. I better go take care of it. <laughs> All right? 
Never even talk about that shit. Just stay away from these people. They sensitive. They program. They have no valuable information. And that's why they doing the job that they do. But they do have time to fuck up your program. They do have time for that shit. All right. These are people that are going to create drama. So that's my advice, man. Just keep it. Keep it casual. Don't distance yourself. Talk a little bit. But only talk of what's relevant. How's it going, man? Damn, the weather's fantastic. They'd be like, what are you going to do this weekend? I haven't made any plans. And they'd be like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Or what are you doing this weekend? They ask you something else. (laughs) Right? That's the classic line that I give back to them. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Something else. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean something else? <laughs> something other than what you about to ask me. <laughs> All right, where we at? Uh, yeah, how them Lakers doing? We That's what I used to always ask, uh, tell people. All right, I always said, hey, man, how them Lakers doing? Everybody knows how the Lakers doing. Everybody know. And that's a good indicator to just keep it normie. Everybody knows what the Lakers are doing. How the Lakers doing? All right, where we at? The Lakers, man. Everybody knows the Lakers. So that was my common, that was my common way to switch the topic or try to keep it normie. How about them Lakers? Oh man, LeBron's really struggling. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with him, man. He got a calf injury. What's going on with Anthony Davis? Yeah, Normie. That's basically the conversation is gonna be like. <laughs> All right, where we at? Garrett, last one. I was recently in a parking spot. And saw a baby mama, baby bottle fall out of a stroller of a woman who was pushing it. Thought about not saying ish, but I got kids, so I picked it up and gave it to her. But cold approach Karens make me think twice. Yeah, dude, I was in a situation like that at the mall. Um, woman was dangling her kid, dragging the kid. You know, kids start losing their shoes and they're dropping stuff. And then as I saw the woman do it, I saw the paper drop. And I was like, hey, man, but she was kind of in a rush. I let the shit go. I was like, you just going to create three, four hours of uh, backtracking for yourself. But if I would have been like, hey, uh, man, if I would have said something, she would have probably been like, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Just keep it moving. Uh, let me see here. Let's get into, is are we time for Andrew Wiggins or do we need to do Super Chats? Because the Andrew Wiggins story could take off. All right. I know, man. Uh, Stoney Montana says, fight for me. Nope. I don't fight for women. I don't at all. I'm not fighting for you. I'm not trying to fight to make this shit work. You already know what it is. You're going to need me. You're going to need me before I I need you. You can bounce if you want to, but I got shit to do. Lee Smith, deceivers are bad enough. He says, the fools who want to believe them are worse. He says, hashtag believe all women is the new Jim Crow laws. The free agent lifestyles is the new march to freedom. Fellas, stay free agent for life. You guys don't understand. There's too many evidence, too much evidence to be like, I'll believe all women on general purposes. Women don't lie. Why would she lie? They lie all the time, bro. Matter of fact, I've proven you studies and surveys done by professional corporations that said they lie the most. They lie the most. Doesn't make them bad, but they lie the most. All right, they lie almost like eight to ten times a day. Now, the reason why they say they lie is to protect the feelings of others. 
to protect the feelings of others. That's why they say that they lie the most. Thus, how in the world would you believe them? <laughs> like, why would it, why would you believe them? All right, shout out to LaWar Moore says, let's get it up. He says, let's give it up to Rick to trick. All right. Rick to trick. AJT in the building. AJT. Sounds like a wrestling name. He says, uh, for my recent ninja watching, you're the best and the realest African-American out here. Free agent lifestyle for life. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, about? the work they show. Hey, coach, got a question for you. Would you smash Greta Thunberg? Not going to say what I would do, but what's your take? I mean, probably not. All right, but listen, I've done worse. But um, as she's aging, it's not looking too good. But I don't want to even get in contact contact with that conversation i might end up in the romanian jail how dare you all right yes i might end up in the romanian jail talking about this but she does i'm gonna keep it quiet shout out to laura morris says rick to trick and hafiz need to get a camping bag and spoon each other <laughs> all right indeed rick too slick you ain't ready all right shout out to mc hamster says xx's wear makeup they lie without speaking yeah, I mean, the amount of things here, I you know, the red pill points, uh, makeup, push-up bras, body toners, and, you know, they have to do this because that's where their value is placed. That's where their value is placed. But um, when you think about it, it's actually uh, manipulation on a great scale, grand scale. Shout out to Mr. Mohammed. Jay Mohammed says, tell them how to keep them flatbacks in line, coach. Tell them how. You're going to need me more before I need you. We got TW, Mr. Williams in the building. Mr. The Main Street CEO says something for the coffee fund. Appreciate you. And that's a co-sponsorship. We're almost there. I'm the Lionheart, Chris Jericho says a little something for you, coach. Much love. Thank you, brother. And PayPal guys are like, come on, man. We still got the main event, but I got to really catch it because it's Friday. People didn't get paid. They didn't got paid. They ninja watch. And they like, we need to give it to the coach. And I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's not that many on PayPal. So I'll do one and then we'll get it going. All right. For the main event. Shout out to Winnie Wall. Coach PSA to all the men, especially in New York. Never call the Popo for help in a domestic violation position or situation. I'm sorry to say you will almost always end up in bracelets regardless of who is wrong. If they have to arrest her, they will arrest you both. They will arrest you both. Yes. Yeah, that's a tough situation, and he learned the hard way. All right. XXs wear makeup, and they lie without speaking. Andrew Wiggins time. Andrew Wiggins, thanks for sticking around. Okay. Andrew Wiggins, let's address this because his baby mama is out here in the field. It's real out here in the field. And if you don't know the situation here, he is allegedly caught up in a very, very vicious rumor. And the rumor there has not been denied specifically. But the reason why we can talk about it today in this rumor, and I've been waiting for several weeks, is because the woman whose name is Michael Johnson. Pause. The woman's name is Michael Johnson, right? This is allegedly his girlfriend and the baby mother or the mother of his two children. Alleged. Everything I'm going to talk about is allegedly. And she responds yesterday, or it looks like on the 20th, 29th. She says, I don't give a F, essentially in a TikTok video, 
amid the rumors with Andrew Wiggins. So let's address the rumors first, and then we'll look at her response. Warriors forward Andrew Wiggins has remained silent amid his prolonged absence from the team. But the, but the same can't be said for his girlfriend, Michael Johnson, who continues to share cryptic messages on her social media. Wiggins, who hasn't played a game, not a single game since mid-February, and they're trying to make the playoffs, was previously listed as out for personal reasons on the team injury report. And there's Michael Johnson right there. Boy, the world gets getting weirder and weirder. All right, all right. So there she is right there. And uh, it says right here on Monday, Johnson shared a TikTok that featured her walking as a voiceover said, just to clear the air, I don't give a F about how nobody feel about me. All right, let's go ahead and go down. And it says in her caption, the 27-year-old wrote, just so we clear, just so we clear with the hashtag, I don't give a F. Now, you might be thinking, what does she not give a F about? And it's probably about the rumors. Johnson, Johnson, Michael Johnson also took to Twitter on Saturday writing, quote, I love that my tweets are being watched. And as we know, when when women uh, typically, typically get caught in scenarios in which they have to be remorseful, remorseful they double down on stubbornness so just as a teaching point typically if a woman's doing this and not just coming out and being direct they're being passive aggressive they're being defensive and they're being non-remorseful when they could just be direct and get down to the point deny debunk all the rumors and it will be done she has not denied or debunked any rumors and i want you to be aware of that everything she's done is in the defensive mode and not directing at anything. It could be because there's nothing there or it could be to hide what's true. Okay, so let's go back. Now it says right here, um, it says Warriors for Draymond Green said last week on his podcast that he was disgusted by cringeworthy rumors about Wiggins, age 28, but did not go into detail about the buzz. Again, it's a deflect, redirect, deflect, redirect. Deflect, redirect, right? As opposed to a direct comment and a dismissal of the rumor. So this is what we're seeing here out here. Everybody knows what the rumor is and we'll go through it. And I'm just going to continue to call it an allegation or a rumor. But the guy has been missing in action. He probably has something personal going on. Nobody's going to address it. He's missed umpteenth games in a playoff run. And Mace, the rapper, is going to talk about it. And it says, earlier this month, Johnson, a former basketball player at the University of Notre Dame and a 2018 NCAA champion, shared a series of curious messages on Twitter. And the reason why I'm talking about it now is because the mainstream media has caught on. Right before when I was talking about it, it was only tweets. It was only rumors. And I won't I won't talk about a story unless the mainstream media has covered it. If you Google this story, now the mainstream media is covering it. So now I can address it. So that's my position on it if you want to ask. And she says in the tweet, the internet is a really sick place. This is right here. And then she also tweeted in the separate post, the farthest thing from the truth, it's sad y'all even doing this. Okay. Okay, so this would be the probably the most direct that they've been this is the most direct literally the furthest thing from the truth is sad y'all even doing this so there's a shame there there's a shame 
and she addressed it, says it's the furthest thing from the truth. Now, this is this is the most direct. This is the most direct, but there's also a shaming part of it. Shame on you. Shame on you. Instead of saying, listen, this is the rumor. I'm going to address it now and I'm going to put out a statement and I'm going to say it's absolutely false. And then I'm going to provide maybe evidence or provide some sort of social proof between the two couples to actually deny it. It's not there's no straight up denial. She also report reposted a tweet that read, don't believe everything you read on social media. So you see, there's a lot of indirect. There's a whole bunch of indirect. And somebody says she's enjoying the attention. She's enjoying the attention by being cryptic, by being somewhat. Have you ever done this? Now, this was common back in the day, probably around the origins of Facebook. Where women typically would do this, they would post a cryptic, message and it would be something like this you know i just can't take it anymore that would be the message that would be the facebook post now i haven't been on facebook for about two years or so so i don't even know if people still do that but it would be in a, a post that doesn't have a conclusion it would be it, it would be like so then the comment sections filled with girl what's going on and what, what, what can we do to help girl you all right Hey, I text you five times. You ain't responded. And then the woman waits till the next day or the next day to even respond. But it's cryptic. They don't tell you what happened. They just put some shit out there and leave it out there. And then the rest of the comment section, hey, I- I'm going to come over. Hey, you sure you're all right? It's, it's that shit. Somebody says men do that now. Men do it now. That's sad. So it's a it's a post that's not direct. It's kind of an attention-seeking post. They might be going through something. They never say what it is. And then they don't even respond to the comment section under the comments. And people are concerned. Hey, I'm concerned about you. What, what's going on? Her responses are cryptic like that, where they don't deal with the issue. Most people will say, girl, yeah, it's right. Don't listen to these people. Okay, what, what, would you, what are we doing here? It's very much a, there's another word for it, but it always slips on my mind. I don't mean to show the children here. Okay, but this is the post. It says right here. She also reposted that. Don't believe everything you read in the media. About what? (laughs) Wiggins and Johnson, who have been dating for nearly a decade after meeting in high school, share two daughters who turn uh, who turns a year old next month. And the all star forward has missed. His 40th game overall on Tuesday, 40th game when the Warriors rallied back from a 20 point deficit against New Orleans. All right. So let's go down here. After the game, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr said there is hope that Wiggins will return and that the former number one pick overall has been working out on his own. Not with the team. Not with the team. Since right there, there's hope. But it's, a, it's a, I guess, indefinite. It also, sorry, it's also appropriate because we don't know. All right, so they're, they're now listen. If you have a player that's supposed to be playing, and he doesn't have an injury, but he's out for personal reasons. Nobody said what the personal reason is. Is he have a mental health issue? Is he wanting to delete himself? Uh, does he have family issues? Is he going through a divorce? Is there potentially a... Nobody's addressing it. Even the team is not addressing it. They're just saying we're just going to let them handle it personally. If you're involved in the team, and the co- that's not enough, okay? Mm. That's not enough. And other people are now going to apply pressure. And they're not even being direct in this article addressing the rumor. But it says, we love to have him and hope that that does happen 
because we want to be whole, and I'm sure he wants to be part of us. All right. Let me see if they address the rumor here. But when he walks in that door, it'll be when it's the right time for him. That's kind of the expectation at this point. And then the athletic reported earlier this month that one anonymous warrior player said what he's dealing with is some real explet expletive, some real shit. So it's a real issue. Nobody knows what it is, but there's only rumors. And even the person involved is not addressing the rumor. Even she's not addressing it, and certainly Andrew's not addressing it. So let's take you back to the TikTok post right here. How to feel about me? Keep feeling it, bitch. And just to clear the air, I don't give a fuck about how nobody feel about me. Keep feeling it, bitch. So that's the TikTok post. That's what she posted. Now, for somebody that's sitting there keeping things private, wouldn't you want to explain this shit? And just to clear the air, I don't give a fuck about how nobody feel about me. So you you posting you and your booty and like. Keep feeling it. Bitch. This is very weird. It's very weird. So let's just say he's going through a mental health crisis. I don't know if that's what you would be posting. Okay, but that's what she chose to post. And so now it opens up the whole story. And yes, she's a baddie, but she looks like a carbon copy of a Kim Kardashian doll. So it is what it is. She is bad, though. Her body is bad. I will say that. All right. Um, let's take you to another post uh, related to this article. Then we'll talk about Steve Nash and the likelihood that something weird has happened. Okay. Uh, let's see here. This is a post um, on a clutch points now. This is as of last week. Andrew Wiggins' girls reacts to nasty cheating rumors amid Warrior Star's mysterious absence. Okay, and this is when she hits you with the shaming tactic. The internet is a really sick place. Now, at this point, if you share this on social media, they would drag you and say, oh, what type of men are you sharing this rumor? Which is weird because if Andrew Wiggins was married and had kids out of wedlock, I'm sure we would hear about it. Sports columns, Sports Illustrated, we would talk about men slanging Johnson, men being irresponsible, creating babies all over the place. We would have a whole story about the slew of men that have children out of wedlock, cheated on their partner, and so forth and so on. It would not be a secret. But this one, for some reason, because it involves the woman being doing something crazy, now it's supposed to be secret. And now this is another media publication right here. You saw other media publications right here. This is the Sports Rush responding to her recent cryptic post. Okay, just to clear the air. Well, you didn't clear shit. All right, I'm just letting you know. All right, people haven't learned anything more than that you are got nice legs and a nice booty. That's all we've learned. Here it is right here. And just to clear the air, I don't give a fuck about how nobody feel about me. Keep feeling it, bitch. Yeah, that, that doesn't clear the air. I'm just letting y'all know right now. <laughs> here we go. That clears nothing. And just to clear the air, I don't give a fuck about how nobody feel about me. Keep feeling it, bitch. It actually, it actually creates more questions than answers. All right, just to be fair, it make now it's going. Why that? Why? It, why are you using that to address this issue? Now it makes it even more like likely that the rumor is true, right? And now you have Mace and Cameron. <laughs> Shout out to Harlem, Harlem World, Dipset. 
Now they're talking on their podcast because people were early on saying, why is he missing this much time for a personal issue? Even with the gravity of the rumor, people were like, you should still be out on the basketball court. I would disagree with that. But now they're saying, now what in the hell is going on? Let's talk about this. Andrew Wiggins return. Rapper Mace gets wildly disrespectful amid wife cheating. Here we go. Why is it that if there's a rumor that the wife cheated, why are we hiding it so much? I've never seen a group of people hide an affair this bad since Bill Clinton. Not even Bill Clinton hid that shit. And within days after he said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Okay. And then three days later, he starts shuffling. Now, in this situation here, now Mace is now saying, what the hell's going on? And let's listen to Mace uh, basically question why he's not back on the court. All right. Which, listen, if this shit happened to me, I'll probably take a whole season off. Yeah. Um, why is this all centered wrong? Let me see if I can refresh it. It's all centered, all center. All right. Let me see. I'm going to shrink it up. It's all shrunken up here. All right. Let me see here. We'll look at it halfway on the screen. I don't know why it's all like that. Maybe if I watch it on Twitter. Yeah, that's better. Here we go. Yeah, y'all want to see his big-ass head on the screen? Can y'all see? Oh, y'all can't see it. My bad. I done messed it up. All right, so let me let me reshare it. His big-ass peanut head right here. Shout out to him. I'll play it again. I'll play it, play it again. All right, here we go. Yo, I knew how long it took KD to recover after he tore his Achilles. And I saw how long it took Clay Thompson to recover after he tore his meniscus. How long is it going to take Andrew Wiggins to return from a broken heart? Y'all let me know. All right, so the comments now, uh, how long is Andrew Wiggins going to return from a broken heart? Uh, there's two things here. Maybe he is challenging Andrew Wiggins to get back on the court, or he wants clarity. Some people are saying he's not entitled to that. I, at this point, that is not true. All right, there's something going on, and if you're a fan, a casual fan, a sporting fan, you probably want him to be in the best shape, but you also want to want, want to know answers. And people are saying you are entitled to answers. Okay, but she's entitled to cryptic messages regarding this issue. Allegedly, there's a video of Cameron and Mace discussing this on their podcast. All celebrities seem to be going the podcast route. Uh, but let me hear it. I haven't heard it. So let's see if they how they address it. Harlem World. Harlem, stand up. You have to give an answer. I understand because that's your friend and that's your teammate and everything else. But you have to give an answer because then it's going to be speculation. And then you'll be like, well, people are stupid just to assume that. That's what people do. They assume. Yeah. So the original topic is that she fucked his friend and had a baby with his man. Ooh. 
That's the reason they said that, <laughs> that Andrew is not coming to the games. I don't know if mom. that's true or Wait, not. That's what the rumors are saying. His baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you don't know these two, they're popular rappers from the late '90s. I would say late late '90s, definitely their bigger years. Mid '90s, uh, late '90s into the early 2000s. Mace and Cameron. All right, from Harlem. Wait, 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 we need order in the court, we need order in the court, yo, yo, we need order in the court. All right, so we were beating around the bush, but the, what Cameron just exposed was the truth, you didn't hear CGA expose it, Cameron exposed it, and Cameron, repeating Cameron, allegedly, the woman in this case, allegedly, had an affair with Andrew Wiggins's friends and one or maybe two of the children are not Andrew Wiggins. This is what we have been told is the rumor. Now, paternity test should be able to clear this up. Is she willing to take a paternity test? Is the paternity test taken? Can we put this out there? Is this the actual fact? Is this is why he missing time, right? Is this is why, is this is why he missed 40 games? Or plus, can he come back from this? Um, can we address the rumor directly? Nobody's being direct. The woman hasn't addressed it directly other than the internet's an evil place. That's not a direct shot. Yeah, there's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. Okay. So now you're going, if this was a man, we'd have this shit out here, right? It would be out. If Andrew Wiggins had a baby out of wedlock and cheated on the girl, the girl will be putting the story out quickly. It would be dealt with directly. I can't believe he did this. And I have this two gate, two kids. And it would be everybody's business. But why are we going into protection mode? Now, if it's very much untrue, there should be a direct statement about this. Instead of what they're saying is, why is he missing the games? Maybe it's a broken heart. If that's the reason why it doesn't make sense or it does make sense why he's missing the game. All right. Um, but man, I think the rumor should definitely be addressed and it's been not addressed. I can't, I can't put up with this. <laughs> Objective. Please, please tell me that didn't happen to no Andrew. I need to know. All right, so these guys are laughing at them. I think it's not as funny as it is, but I think, you know, just to deal with it, this is more like, um, I think the laughter is um, like defensive. Like, uh, whether you have uncomfortable laughter, you're uncomfortable about the topic, I think that's what it is. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, man, boy, they sniggling. Good Lord. Let's get to the conversation. Don't kick a man when he's down. He surely wasn't from all of them. Oh, <laughs> I need to know what's happening. <laughs> right, I guess this is sniggling. They got the sniggling. All right, fair use. Uh, but let's talk about Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. If that's indeed true. Why are people being protective? I see much, much of the comments on Twitter. If you're looking at the comment section, much of it is women saying this is none of our business. We need to move on. Let them keep it in private and so forth. I find that weird. Do you find that weird? Do you find that that would be a weird approach to this story and then to go on for weeks to not clear it up and then only to allow the woman to be posting TikToks cryptically saying i don't give a f what people think about me that's weird bro that's super weird instead of head-on addressing it 
Now that I don't I don't care what people think about me is very curious because that would mean that people are having uh they're saying things about you that are probably true. And then you would say, I don't care what people think of me. <laughs> right? That's that's crazy. That would be the response for something that people are saying about you that is true instead of hitting the direct on. But you got some immature people. You know, Mason Cameron is certainly being immature about it. You got the woman being immature about it. Andrew's statement, Andrew Wiggins is quiet. And the team, a couple of team, one team member said, yeah, he's dealing with some real shit. What is it? Nobody knows. And then they're also saying, well, when he comes back, we need him and he'd be part of us and we'd be a part of him. If this was a the guy, they'd have a definitely different approach. Now, this isn't the coldest one. Somebody said, so she admitted it. I'm thinking that's an admission, but I can't say it. It's still a rumor, and they're just eating it up. They're just eating up the rumor. Um, I'm not going to break down if what kid is what, because I don't want to show you the kids and say, well, this one looks like the other. You can do that on your own. But let's talk about the Steve Nash situation and then do the Super Chats. Steve Nash, again, this is another story that happened to a major sports figure that was buried. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Most people don't know this. Okay. <laughs> we got <laughs> The woman comes out and says, no, it didn't happen. But here we go. The woman comes out and says she dispels the rumor. She says it's not true. Uh, we don't have a picture of the child but the rumor goes let me see if i can pull this up it says right here she's banned from la all right <laughs> steve nash's wife ex-wife is banned from la okay wow let's see if i can pull up a picture uh so he could avoid paying child support <laughs> oh jesus this is a mess all right so here's the story right here steven nash former mvp two-time mvp uh, this is his ex-wife. Well, the rumor goes that I don't know why he's paying child support, but they they said she's banned from L.A. All right. Uh, the rumor goes Steve Nash's wife delivers a baby or is pregnant as she delivers the baby in the hospital. Steve Nash finds out the identity of the baby and files for divorce the next day. This is what happened. This is a definite truth, but I'll go ahead and say it's alleged. Steve Nash's wife is pregnant. She delivers the baby and he files for divorce the next day. Why? The rumor is that the baby she delivered doesn't look like the skin color here. The baby comes out a little bit darker. All right. I'm baby. The baby comes back a little bit darker and it is confirmed that the child is not Steve Nash's. So he goes and says, bitch, you done. I'm out of here. The other part of the rumor is that the baby is allegedly a teammate of Steve Nash. All right. You can look this up on the rumor mill and Steve Nash pretty much can get, it was drawn, concluded immediately that that ain't my baby. And it was from the previous day. It was from the previous day of the uh, birth. And now she actually went after her for child support. Did they have any other kids? Did they have any other kids? The ex-wife right here alleges that uh, under certain, under the current arrangement, Arizona state law doesn't require him to pay a dime of child support, something which Nash has taken advantage of. So that's why he signed with the Lakers. 
Remember when he left Phoenix inside with the Lakers and then he went in and had a foot injury or some shit and stole the Lakers money for two years? That's what happened. He got out of Phoenix and he left and go and went to play with the Lakers and to avoid uh, child support, I suppose. That's what that's what she's saying. She wanted to get that Laker contract. So that's what happened. So, guys, uh, Steve, let's just say Steve Nash is a two-time MVP. Two-time MVP. Uh, you could probably name the many of men who won MVPs. Kobe Bryant, I believe, only won one MVP, and we know Kobe Bryant's situation. We knew he's allegedly cheated with his uh, against his wife. We all know the story. It's mainstream news. Why isn't this mainstream news? Why don't people know this? And why is it considered still a rumor when it's pretty clear that's what happened? It's pretty clear. And she's still running around denying it, and nobody hits it, nobody hits it head on. Why? Because it's a woman who did the dirt. There's a double standard here. If Steve Nash was having babies out of wedlock, we would know about it. She would be out here on a parade on the mission. She would be on a mission. The story would be out there. He reckless with his seed because she's the victim. Now they make her a victim and she was the one getting thrashed, right? By a teammate, allegedly. Let me see here. Like this is the double standard that they, um, that they have here in this Andrew Wiggins case. Everybody being hush hush about it and trying to protect her. Steve Nash, my ex-wife was scheming to nail me for child support. Um, it says right here. It says right here, uh, Alejandro, she seems like a Latina, is currently on the stand in the Arizona courtroom in the former couple's nasty custody hearing, and things are getting pretty intense. Moments ago, Steve lawyers, uh, Steve's lawyer hammered Alejandra in open court saying, you saw the trade from Phoenix to the Lakers as a way to obtain a higher child support amount, regardless of what was in the best interest of the kids, didn't you? She denies and it says no. Then Nash's uh, attorney produces an email that Alejandra supposedly sent to a third party in which it appears Alejandra discussed a plot to trap Nash into paying child support. The email reads, my position is we are moving to California because our father, our, our child's father is there. I believe the school is a great fit for them. I can't buy a home unless we get child support. Plan is to move to California, wait six months, then get the courts involved in child support. As previously reported, Alejandra is adamant she only wanted to move to L.A. so the kids could spend time with their father, who plays for the Lakers and live in Manhattan Beach. Nash, who forked over roughly $5 million in a divorce settlement, currently pays zero child support in Arizona. But that figure could raise substantially if Alejandra is allowed to move to California. So, guys, man, the shit is wild, man. These people be when I talk about manipulation and thought and all the shit that they sit around thinking of doing. This is what we're talking about for that guy. Rick too slick running around here uh, talking about women tell you not to watch my show. Of course, they're going to tell you not to watch my show. They want you to be ignorant. They want you to not know. They want you to think, well, not all of us will do this. This is not true. This is not true. Steve Nash, last one. Steve Nash involved in baby mom, baby daddy drama. Of course, this picture identifies who potentially might be the pappy. 
Imagine you're watching your wife deliver your newest child, and the child comes out looking like sharing the story that is here. And I'll read Phoenix Suns fans were shocked with Steve Nash when Steve Nash filed for divorce from his wife of five years just one day after she had a baby. So that proves my story that I said earlier. The Mike delivers the baby. Steve Nash filed for divorce the next day. If new rumors are true, the basketball superstar found out that the baby was not his, but former Suns teammate Jason Richardson. Let's give that a M. Who knew this story? This is a very buried story. This story is buried. But if the roles were reversed and Steve Nash knocked up a black chick, we know it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the humanity is right. Oh, the humanity. Crazy. Why is she not getting him for child support? Says right here. Um, sorry for the adverts. Phoenix Sun basketball star Steve Nash has been frequently seen with his wife and two children. So fans were surprised when he filed for divorce from the wife, Alexandra Amarilla. Amarilla, one day following after she delivered the, the third baby. One day after, reports are now surfacing that he has suspected his wife of five years to be cheating on him and had been separated for her from a, for a few months before the baby was born. His cheating suspicions were confirmed, were reportedly confirmed when the baby was born. So, yeah, that's what happened. Um, and it could have been a personal conversation between her and Steve, like, hey, you know, I cheated. Oh, shit, I don't know if the baby's yours. And he was like, okay, let's wait and see. And he was like, if the baby come out black, I'm leaving you. I'm bouncing you. And so he probably was waiting, looking. He was waiting like this. Baby came out with nappy hair and a wide nose. Came out with a hat cocked sideways. Came out with a window punch to steal stereos. Came out with a Glock 19. <laughs> came back with the Abba Dabba Dabba. Came back writing lyrics. Came back with a Jerry curl. <laughs> came back with some chocolatey skin. Looked like a like looking like a light skin of what's it, Zendaya. The kid came back with his diaper sagging, and he was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> he came back with a fade in some Tim's. <laughs> came back drunk off the henny. Yep, came out with a bottle of henny. Henny on deck. And he was like, oh, oh, well. <laughs> Came back with a. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Came back tall as hell. Like, like the, like the Jason Richardson. He was like, oh, you know what? I got to get out of here, bitch. I'm out of here. You know what? That ain't my baby. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Came back shooting dice in the corner. Like, what up, pop? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm cheating all of y'all, drinking all this dice over here. You know what I mean? You can't hold them. You know what I mean? Give me that big seven right there. Give me that 11. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, it's crazy. All right, so, man, that's terrible, man. Terrible. See, I don't know. This is Steve Nash 2.0 with the Andrew Wiggins story. Came back with a do-rag with a hat on it, cocked back over like 50 cent with a do-rag underneath. Came back wearing a Mitchell and Ness jersey, like. Mm. 
Oh, man. Drinking some uh, Saint-itis. All right. Crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> we bad. We bad news over here. What do we got here? Lee Smith. Super chats. I don't think women lie to protect our feelings. They lie to protect themselves from the consequences of hurting our feelings. Wow. He says they don't give a F about our feelings. I don't give a F about theirs in the building. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Free agent lifestyle for life. Stony Montana, never date a ladies basketball player from a former player. Guys, listen, I I would I would give you that same advice. There's a lot of things that you don't know. Um you don't know. And if when you find out, you'll be like, oh, damn. Um, I've been around them. It's uh, there's a lot of things that they have done that they won't tell you. Um, if they do tell you, it's better, but they've experimented. Um, and they've also did the whole Tyrone train, and but it is what it is. That's their past. If you want to deal with it, you deal with it. Yeah. All right, shout out to Hercules from the Pantheon to my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And he says, keep chefing like boy RD. We cooking. Thank you, brother. Roberto Moreno, they told us 10 to 30% of kids are not the husbands. It is a fact. I think I did a show on that years ago. But um, the true paternity, the true paternity that is almost always in question is 11% in the United States. Some countries are higher. Now, the 10 to 30% comes from studies that have been done when they take paternity fraud, when they take paternity cases. So in cases that go to court, in some particular states, they took Vermont or Michigan or one of them, when the case went to court and the father questioned paternity, 10 to 30% of the cases came back where the father was not the father in that case and the mother went forward with the case she was getting child support there was a family court case and then when the father said let's test paternity 10 to 30 percent came back negative mm. up to 30 percent i'm gonna pull it up real quick vermont's paternity paternity fraud i'm gonna be, see if i can pull this up i did a whole show on this let me see if i can pull it up 30 percent Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the, well, this is Canadian, but let me, let me pull this one up and this will show you as well. Uh, this statistic, let me see here. I've just seen it in the thing here and I wasn't prepared. It says right here, this is, a, yep. It's going to be right here. I think this is the sentence that I was looking for. Um, there's a, there, there are signs of a substantial, fraud or mistakes in identifying fathers in child support disputes. The American Association of Blood Banks say that 300,000 paternity tests um, it conducts on men in 2000 ruled out nearly 30% of fathers. Right there. There it is right there. You see that? 30%. So in paternity test cases of the three. 100,000 tests that were done on men in one year, 30% of the fathers were ruled out. Now, again, this is another one. This is another situation where that dude said, uh, women told me not to listen to you. I wonder why. 
Because I tell you stuff the mainstream will not talk about. I tell you stuff that are uncomfortable. I tell you stuff that women would never admit to. One in three, almost one in three paternity cases were fraudulent. Mm. Almost one in three. I mean, it's well over one out of four. It's well over one out of four. So it's closer to one out of three. Right? It, isn't that cr- that's nuts? And this is from the American Association Association of Blood Banks. This isn't some shit that you just hear in here. Let me see here. I'm going to show you this one. This is uh um well, it's the same one. It's, it's I'm sorry. It's they're referring to the same test, and I'm sure that was in 2000, brothers. I'm sure it's higher than that. The American Association of Blood Banks. Do you guys want to see it? The American Association of Blood Banks released findings of paternity testing in a landmark report. The report states that 30% of DNA paternity tests nationwide turn out negative. Are y'all ready? Mm. Y'all not ready. Y'all ready for this? And this is in the year 2000, gentlemen, where 90s R&B was litty. Going into 2000 R&B. And these are cases that you don't hear from okay let me see here this one uh from texas 28 to 30 percent of fathers tested for paternity are not the father all right and so that is when it goes to court and the guy says you know what that little ninja ain't mine and she says i'm a thousand percent sure it looks like a maury episode (laughs) right dave says dave g came back with a picture of red Kool-Aid and a bag of corn nuts and now and laters. All right. <laughs> Grape soda Fanta came back with a toothpick in his mouth and gold teeth. All right, man, I tell you, man. But this is the what they don't want you to know, man. They don't want you to know this. It's kind of weird, man. It's like Isn't it fair for us to have this information? And you're seeing, I just pointed out two cases, two cases where they're being, they're being quiet about it. We says, um, let me see here. We got Garrett says, I know you don't show pictures of the kids on the stream, but look at the picture of them kids. They don't look like him. Plus there's a rumor. His best friend is Jordan Poole. That adds up. Jordan Poole been causing some problems. Uh, this is according to a chat here. We're going to say allegedly. And I think somebody else clears it up. Wowzers. Now, I did look at the children. All right. I think one of the kids looks like him. The other one could be up to question. Woo. Uh, shit. Maybe that's why Draymond punched him. That's why I'm... Mean. Shit is adding up now. Maybe that's why Draymond knocked his ass out the other a couple. Of, let me go back and look at the date of the knockout punch. Now it's adding up, right? Somebody says, no way is Jordan Poole. All right. I'm not going to go. Okay, listen. Remember, I didn't put that shit out there. <laughs> I'm not going to go even investigate that further. All right. Listen. That's what we are going to say allegedly. Man almighty, you guys are hitting me right here. No government name SD says, coach, why would all the celebrities go the podcast, po- podcast route? 
He says, I thought haters said podcasts and YouTube were supposed to be for losers and no real money was in it. Well, and you have another chat, but I'll address it here. Everybody know uh, a couple of rappers even exposed. YouTubers are out earning many, many celebrities. Okay, many, many celebrities. And especially during the pandemic, that was the case. But people saw that there was great money to be made. I think Kevin Samuels was the one that exposed how much money you can make on YouTube. All right. When they saw that, I mean, because all of them were tuning in. They saw all them super chats. Everybody's like, hold up. You know, uh, you know, YouTubers out earn rappers easily. Easily. Rappers are on bad deals. I've actually shared those uh, shows on the Blue Chip Mindset where rappers were like, I got paid $15,000 for this album. I was like, mm. the hell? <laughs> the fuck? You got paid $15,000 for the album? Now, when it comes to touring and all of that stuff, that's where they make their money. But I showed you, uh, rappers would sell their, their album for $3,000 to the, I'm oh, sorry, $30,000 to the record label. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, my Lord. I'm like, wow, that, that, that's, that's low. That's low. That's low. Comparison to YouTuber, like Kevin Samuels, that's low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people found out. Well, when you find out what YouTubers make, now, I don't make anything because I'm demonetized. YouTube doesn't pay me. All right. Uh, but when you're monetized and you get through the algorithm, dude, you'd be shocked. You'd be like, ninja, holy shit. So this is why celebrities are doing podcasts. But they don't do them enough to make that money. What they'll do is they'll get a great audience. They'll do like one or two podcasts a week, and they're not going to get where Kevin Samuels was because he was doing it every night, right? And he also says Wiggins' situation could be worse. What if one of the kids is his and one isn't? Then he has to be linked to them forever instead of having a clean break, and that could be the situation as well, all right, where he's like, oh, like you're stuck. You're like, well, I'd rather have both of them not be mine. <laughs> If this was the case, as opposed to as opposed to one and not and one and not the other. Then you're like, oh, God, damn. then you're linked to her forever. It's bad. Full speed. Mario says Henny out the baby bottle is wild. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. The kid came out crip walking. <laughs> the kid came out crip walking. All right. Bad, bad news. We got Roberto Moreno says Europe is trying to block paternity tests. Yes, they're trying to block it. Uh, Dave C. says, came back with sunflower seeds and a box of lemon heads. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Rick Two Slick says, my friend told me to stop wasting money on dates for validation for women. That's why I showed them your content. I didn't mean to any advice to stop seeking attention. Nigel says, Coach, why are women always projecting its defense mechanism, right? Uh, they're, most of the things that they deal with in relationships come from them in many instances, unless the man's inexperienced. And so debating, arguing from women, they'll go always project their feelings onto the guy. Well, you're insecure, you're controlling. These are all things that women are. I mean, but when you have it, when you have it, then they can immediately say, you're 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 there's something wrong with you for thinking like them 
There's something wrong with you for thinking like them. Hold on for one second. You already know, man, the coffee's doing what it's doing here. I'm going to go ahead and do this and I'm going to come right back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're gonna pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300,000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to it to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right. Whew. Just a quick break. But just to uh, finish that, because I had a couple more PayPal's and I was like, I ain't going to make it. But the projection women project because the feelings that you have, if you exhibit them, they think of you as less than. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. <laughs> think about this. If you show that you're insecure, women often admit that they're very insecure, right? I want you to think about this. This is complicated. That's why I took the break because I wanted to go into this. I didn't want to leave it hanging. We're not even at the three-hour mark. If a woman says you're insecure and women admit that they're insecure, but you show that you're insecure and she says you're insecure, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that she looks at you as less than. She looks at you like she looks at herself. She believes she's less than. She already knows and acknowledges that she's less than you. But if you are now showing those same things, she looks at you as less than like she looks at herself. She said, that's a feminine trait. You're not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to do that. So she projects that onto you. And then if you, even if you, or somewhat exhibiting it, but not really exhibiting it, she will project that onto you to tell you you're less than. You're a woman. You're being a bitch. You're insecure. You're being like me. You're, I'm so only you're supposed to be that. It, it's a definitely, definitely they're, they're aware of who they are. And then if you do it, you a bitch, right? They like this. You bitch. Guys, it's a whole thing. Somebody says, nah. It was TLA that showed the amount you can make on YouTube making uh, an 18-hour video. On yeah, but well, that didn't help either. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's clear to see people uh, do pocket watch. Like I'm not saying he did, but people watch your show and see your super chats. You can see it. But then you watch my show on the Cheap Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You don't see super chats. Then you see people donating to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, but you can never check the amount, right? And there's places for people to watch, but I think Kevin was the one first that the celebrities, he would get like 20,000 people in a, in a stream, sometimes 30,000. And the celebrities were there. Shaquille O'Neal was watching. A lot of celebrities were watching. And they're watching the chat. And people are donating $500, $100. I mean, <laughs> they're like, holy shit. Just to sit there and, 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 and talk. Celebrity. And during that time was the pandemic, which means 
People weren't making money. Celebrities weren't making money. They weren't filming. They weren't recording. They weren't touring. So that immediately changed the dynamic of a podcaster. And they call it podcasting. It's not really podcasting. I call it streaming. But people call it podcasting because you're going to. I don't know why they call it a podcast deal. All right. It's to me, it's streaming. Streaming is where you make. Streamers can make a lot of money. I don't I don't have a job. But yeah, there was a video put out by another content creator uh, basically exposing what people make uh, based on their research. I don't know how they would know specifically unless the person told them. I never tell. I never tell. But um, it is what it is. Yeah, YouTube, I, I be getting stolen money. I mean, I'm losing. I'm, I lose money coming on the show, but you guys are great on donating. But I want you guys like, like think about like the amount of people who view me the amount of people I'm not, oh, um, this is not a complaint. The amount of people since I'm shadow banned and demonetized, I don't reach a bigger audience. None of my none of my videos get pushed through. But the biggest money you make as a YouTuber is uh, when people watch your streams in full or in part. And the residual effect of you producing content is where you make your money. Meaning the video sits there if if. If 800 people watch it and the video is eight years old, 10 years old, two years old, if they're watching it, you're generating money. But you're not producing the content. Now, for me, I want you to think about how significant this is. My videos sit on here. Every time somebody watches a playback, I get zero. As opposed to somebody who's monetized, the video's monetized, the video's a year ago the video goes viral from a year and they get paid from the video that's how big the monetization is people don't realize that i get zero dollars playback versus the next person they produce 100 videos a year 400 videos a year they go live every year i go live every day twice a day for years and i get zero playback the next person gets playback money that's how big a deal people are. And this is why I, somebody says, hope one day Coach Sue's part, the pants off of YouTube. Hey, don't ever underestimate that possibility uh, the, of that dump being done because it's criminal. It's actually uh, for, for a person to do that to you or even your haters to do that to you. It is sabotage to an infinite level. It is a complete sabotage. So, um, you know, there's no calculation as the amount of money that I've lost. None. There's no calculation. I mean, I can't even calculate it. And if I sat around and calculate it, I'd be at a lawyer's office. <laughs> All right. I'd be at a lawyer's office. So uh, think about that. And if, if and if people have done that in intention, inten intentionally, which could be on the part of somebody who didn't like me and torpedoed me as a personality or people who have done it in on the platform themselves, that's a lawsuit. This is also why I will never collaborate with certain people no matter what. People are like, just bury the hatchet. No, I know for sure certain people have done this intentionally to me. And it's a direct correlation on the, um, I can basically say, when I said this, this happened. And it was normally about a personality here on YouTube. And those people, like immediately after that, within a week or 10 days, demonetized. So you get what I'm saying. This is why I'll never, ever. And I can't prove that they did it. So don't say I said they did it. But time-wise, shit matches up. 
And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. So uh, uh, when, when you see that, that's just sabotage. I've lost, I've lost the capacity to earn. And let's just say I'm on YouTube for 10 years. All of my videos are demonetized over a 10-year period. They never get AdSense. They, it, it's, you can't calculate the loss. You cannot calculate the loss. And not only that, these same people have been known to do that to other people's channels. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that these people do it, right? And they see you losing, and then they wondering why you react the way you react, and you don't want to talk to them, and you want to distance yourself. I've also been talk, taken off of speaking assignments. I had a person that told me I was going to speak at a certain event. They pulled me off of it for a certain person on YouTube. That person did not want me to speak at that event. And that was Donovan Sharp's event called the CME number two. I was taken off of it because one person didn't want me there. I was also sabotaged with potential appearances on other people's podcasts because that person doesn't want me to be on the show. So just think about it, man. Just think about it. It doesn't, it, it, it that's why I'll never collab with certain people. It'll never, I'll never bury the hatchet. I will always, it will always be, I don't know you. You see what I mean? Um, and it is what it is. Shout out to O'Neal. He says, what up? Appreciate you. Yep. You wonder why you, I'll, you'll never see me on Fresh and Fit? The orders were put in. Order, execute, order 66. They were told. They were told and they followed the orders. So this is why I do what I do when I stay doing what I'm doing. All right, so. Uh, but yeah, it's a big one. You can't calculate the loss. The loss is too significant when people play games because I'm not saying anything much different than any of these other people. I'm not saying anything much different than these other people. I'm saying it better than them, but I'm not saying anything different than your other content creators that are monetized. Just think about that. But I'm the one over here, every channel I get, they keep coming after me. Every channel I put up. And who complained about my multiple channels? Think about this. Who, can who complained about my multiple channels? Just think about it. Why would you know that? How would you know that I had multiple channels? How would you know? Who complained about it? Yeah. It's a, it's a cold, cold world out here. So I, I got to keep, keep doing this. But um, you do your own deductive reasoning, and it all will make sense. It all will make sense. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you know the like also calculate if I monetize the potential increase that I would have gotten during the pandemic, where I was completely demonetized and other content creators were not. Right, that potential growth was shuttered. The potential for playback revenue shut down. The potential to reach new audience shut down. All right, so. It is what it is. And I still do. And I still do what I do. <laughs> I still do what I do. And people still watch me. I still get greater audiences than even channels that are monetized. But it is what it is. But uh, these backstage red pill guys, that's why I stay solo, right? Because I can't trust them. But the shit goes on backstage and I don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? I just take, I take the hit. And I just shake my head and you be like, why coach? Why this and that? I just be back here shaking my head. <laughs> the stuff I know, man. 
the stuff I know. Uh, shout out to my man Keith says plot twist. Steve Nash is the godfather of Wiggins. Damn plot twist. Is it though? That would be crazy. Is it though? That would be crazy. Let's see here. We do have super chats. Somebody says everybody knows coach is broke. He don't even have a job. <laughs> or he definitely don't have a job. I don't have a job at YouTube. I know my, you know, I know people were probably investigating my finances. They probably be like, who, what the hell going on? Because they probably, they'll subpoena YouTube and like, does Greg Adams make money at YouTube? Zero. <laughs> Zip. Mm. I ain't made a dime. YouTube ain't wrote me a check. Not, not me personally, they haven't. They have wrote me zero checks. All right. Um, not, not in the last year and a half or two. So, Somebody says, Mr. 350Z says, baby messed, wait, baby messed Nash's credit all the way up. He came out, he was so black. (laughs) The baby messed Nash's credit all the way up, indeed. Roberto Moreno says, I think that guy is from Canada, the canceler. It happens. Ty says, if Twitter started uh, doing monetized videos, it will change the game and you'll make bank. Stay strong. We here for life. Yeah. My plan is just to be here as long as I can. All right. Um, I look for other places to find it. Monetization rumbles, not big enough yet. Facebook. I'm already demonetized on Facebook. I've been demonetized on everywhere. I got demonetized on Instagram. Um, but they monetize me again and off and on, but they're losing their monetization. So that's, there's that Superman says, where does the money, where does the money, if the streamer is decreased or deceased, Oh, where does the money go if the streamer is deceased? Good question. But he's earning money on his channel. And uh, Kevin Samuels, by the way, he's referring to. But um, maybe his family gets the money. I'm not sure. That probably has to be worked out, maybe probate. But um, his channel continues to earn money. So, and it probably earns a decent amount of money because people are watching his playbacks. Uh, so I think, I don't know where the money goes. I don't know what they had set up. It could go to his daughter. It could go his, I think he had a daughter. It could go to his mother. It might potentially go to one of his wives because I think technically he might not have been divorced to his second wife officially. So if he wasn't divorced from his second wife officially, I think because they separated, but they never divorced officially, I could be wrong. She could be getting the money. Right. I have no idea. Henry Resilient says if you were monetized, you would be over a million subs doing 100 to 200 K on replays alone. He says, shout out to the coach game. We support coach free agent lifestyle for life. I mean, look at the numbers I get on replay and they're three hour long videos twice a day. I mean, the money would be obscene. The money on this monetized channel, this channel would be obscene. But I'm missing out on it and I'm holding people accountable for it. Yeah, I'm holding people accountable for it. Whether they know it or not, I'm I'm holding y'all accountable for it, for real. <laughs> but uh, shout out to AJT. He says, you tuning in to WrestleMania this weekend? Indeed. Indeed, I will be. All right, Young Viking says, uh, speaking of collaborating, what happened to you and Hafiz? He says, I know he did some simp stuff, also not RP affiliated. We weren't, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened to him. I, we weren't supposed to collab at all. All right, but um, actually, um, Valuetainment did want to fly. They did want me to come back for an interview, but I'm not going to be in the area unless they fly me in. King of Spade, he says, and that's you. I give 100% to you over here. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And that's you. And he says, uh, F the two for holding back your message. Indeed. Like, I don't know any other content creator that's in my position in this space, which I find absolutely, like, I think about it. I don't think about it, but I think I'm like, that is weird. Like, that's weird. <laughs> and they be cussing. Like, I'm looking on YouTube, people cursing. I don't curse. My message is definitely hardcore. But even that, even though it's hardcore, I don't see people being held down like this. This day, I'm the only one. Maybe if you guys know, um, maybe if you guys know of another content creator that would be in a, my position, there are some people getting demonetized here and there. I don't know anyone else. And I'm still doing numbers greater, right? That's the sad part. My Still, my streams do better numbers. Um, there's better turnout. The quality's better. I like. It's weird. I don't know any of the red pill guys that are in this spot. It's curious as hell to me. I would love somebody to do. And I've called YouTube, investigated. I've had people with larger channels try to investigate and call people on it. Everybody acting stupid. <laughs> it's crazy. Everybody, YouTube is like, I don't know what's going on. I actually called them once. Let me tell y'all inside story. I called up YouTube. I got on YouTube. I got on YouTube. I got on a call or a, a chat. And I said, can y'all look into this? They literally looked into it. It was a channel that was um, a channel that I had like 10 videos on that was monetized and got demonetized. I was like, this has to be a mistake. I had them look into it. I had them look into it. They looked at the channel they said, yeah, we're going to say it's demonetized. And then they demonetized a whole nother channel the same day. I was like. <laughs> I was like, wait up. I was like, I asked you to look into this. You looked into it and then you demonetized a different channel. Like I got two. I was like. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And then I asked them, I said, please, I said, please do not. Is this going to affect any other channels that are monetized? No, don't worry about it. Then they did it. I was like. <laughs> they looked into it. They confirmed it and then demonetized the second channel. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, man, they crazy, bro. They lied. I was like, man, I thought y'all said. And they were like, well. Anyway, it's, it gets tough out there, but, you know, he says, why didn't KS get demonetized? Good question. I have no, that's the greatest question of all time. That's the greatest question of all time. It, it makes no sense. I'm like, how in the world? He had more heat than I had. But it's the evil world we live in as a man. Somebody says, but I still see ads appear on the channel. Um, I don't know if you remember YouTube switched to showing ads on any video about a year and a half ago or a year ago. So they didn't show videos. They didn't show ads on channels unless they were monetized. But then they switched and they said, even channels that are like, if you're trying to qualify for monetization, they'll put ads on it. So it's inconsequential. It doesn't matter. Okay. 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, Pug Dad says, I super chatted Saint in the center during a live stream yesterday saying that uh, there should there's some separation between you and Fresh and Fit. If he can look into repairing it since he knows you two, he wasn't aware of the issue and needs more information. Well, I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. At all. Like, I don't know if he would know. And if he did know, he probably wouldn't say it on the air. I don't know. Was he on their Vegas stream? I have no idea. I didn't look. All right, Robin Hood says, salute to CGA for doing God's work. Appreciate you, man. Co-sponsorship it is. I'm but uh, no, I'm not worried about any separation between me and uh, any, of the, uh, any other content creators because I don't have any plans to collab. And they weren't in my plans uh, to do anything um, in terms of riding with them or aligning with them. There was no plans for it, so... When stuff like that happens, I just say it's okay, <laughs> right? And they may fail that I did them wrong in some sort of instance as well. So I can't worry about that. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a real, real, real in the field out here. I wish I knew the answer to everything related to it, but I don't know. But I am often curious as to why, you know, um, certain people have leeway and I have zero. Like I got, I got none. Oh, he was on the fresh and fit. So yeah. I mean, there's I, I have I have no idea. I didn't look at all. So he was on the fresh and fit Vegas string. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's obviously something there that I'm a, unaware of and I can't do anything about it. All right. I do my show by my I do by I do my show by myself, so I wasn't depending on it. All right. Uh Jay Cool says, Coach, he is uh he is my part, or here's my part for viewing the playback. While at the gym later today, on a different note, do you have sometimes wait? I know you're at the gym. Do you have to sometimes remind yourself to not get upset or angry when women out themselves? I know I have to from time to time. I don't. I don't get when I don't get outraged by women's behavior because it doesn't surprise me. Right? I'm like I'm not surprised. <laughs> so it's not an outrageous situation. I just look at it and go. Psh. We got Neil Armstrong. He says, sue them suckers. The problem is that the other YouTubers in the sphere are too chicken to have your back in this case. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they would never have my back. They actually will enjoy. They quite enjoy. This is why I don't talk about it as well, because they quite enjoy the fact that I struggle uh, with my issues. And they also have struggles, too. So it's not like they got their own problems to deal with. But I don't know if you remember, like, my main channel, which I don't post to very often, has 220,000 subscribers, and it's been sitting like that for a year. Like, I post stuff over there, uh, but it's completely demonetized, meaning there's no playback. I mean, no playback money, no exposure. And um, that channel was outperforming almost everybody <laughs> in the sphere. That channel, the Coach Greg Adams channel, was outperforming everybody right before Kevin Samuels hit its peak. That channel was gone. It was at 100,000 over, almost overnight and within a year and a half. And um, right about the time before it hit 100,000, it got demonetized where no videos would get the green light, no matter what, whether it was reviewed or not. So I stopped asking for reviews. Then once it crossed like 125,000, it got fully demonetized where there was no monetization. And it still grew. 
But by that time, people passed up that channel, right? So the channel was dead, dead on arrival. Most content creators that are very, fairly new have passed me up. And it's just like, there's nothing that I can do about it, right? So I just sit back. I've deleted videos, had them review the channel. They demonetized eight other channels when they reviewed the big channel. So I'm like, forget it. <laughs> I'm like, forget it. All right. I won't even talk to anybody. I'll just keep doing what I do, do what I do. All right. Uh, Mr. Grove. And I, and I appreciate even doing this. And then I, so I just stay off by myself. All right. Mr. Grove says, coach last welfare. He says, oops. I mean, alimony payment made today. He says, I'm on cloud nine. That chapter of my life of being my, your personal ATM is over free agent lifestyle for life. What I would say is, what I would say is that's called the last meal. All right. They've had the last meal. They've had the last meal. All right. So the woman got the last meal. We still got super chats coming in. Thanks for the support. Shot X says, oh, Robin Hood. Did I get you? Shout out. Uh, salute the CGA for doing God's work. Shot X says, shout out to the coach gang. Tell Rick the Slick to get out of the community. It'll save him big time. It'll save him big time. Newski says, these men are gumps. Um, Gump's reason why I move solo. These men are Gump's reason why I move solo. It's enough money out here for everyone. Also, it happens in other industries too. CGA, the last RP I watch and AMS. Hope you get remonetized. Ah, uh, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. But uh, thanks for riding with me. And this is why I can kind of do what I do because it is what it is. Ty says, KS could have been paying YouTube to stay monetized like some conservative channels, the Daily Wire. Deals happen in the background that you don't know about. True. Could be true. I don't know it to be true, though. But, um, you know, when you do have that, you know, it, it could happen. It could happen. Roberto Moreno says the true alphas are demonetized. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, politics is politics. But, um, yeah, man, I always stay sucker free, right? I say sucker free, so I haven't really depended on like collabs and people like, why don't you do collabs? I'm like, oh, man, I'm not even dependent on these people, man. Uh, people too fickle, flaky. Uh, people don't stand up for you. Uh, people watch it happen. People are competing. People are competing. So it doesn't, it, you know, people know your situation and plight. They don't give a fuck. They like, good, get out of my way. But um, the truth is, if you look at the impact that is done here, there's nobody doing it quite like me all right and that really pisses them off more there ain't nobody that can say they got it like me across the board all right so it is what it is and i say that i say that with all love and respect to everybody else to keep doing your best even under all circumstances all right shout out to everybody else look it is the weekend out here what's up nigga what's up for the weekend nigga it is the weekend Keep doing your thing. Get your bell money out. Wear your condoms. And also, there was another thing that I wanted to tell you. Wear your condoms. Get your bell money ready. And there's something else I wanted to tell you. I can't remember what it was. But uh, YouTube Trash Talker says, been rocking with you since 2018, coach. Was under my girlfriend's account because she had YouTube Prime. She gone. And you still here. Rage and lifestyle for life. Oh. Pay your rent. Your rent. 
rents due, motherfucker. All right, pay your rent out here. That was something else that I was going to say. But anyway, I'll remember that. But next week, shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up.